Hello, hello, and welcome back to Flourish. I am your host, Jules. And I'm Nicolette. And today we have a very special guest for you guys and our first guest of 2022. Oh my gosh. Wow. Whoa, I didn't realize that. I know. (gasps) So today we have on Mallory Miles, who is a master esthetician. She also continued her education in acne and cosmetic chemistry after becoming an esthetician, which like you guys I mean whoa your minds are about to be blown I learned so much in the first five minutes of this podcast we cannot Julie and I cannot stop talking about multiple parts (laughs) of these the next two hours you're about to listen to I mean you're gonna need to listen to this over and over and over again this week honestly so much good information you guys wrote in you asked a bunch of questions and she is here to solve everyone's life problems <laughs> with their skin. <laughs> so get ready, get your notebook out. Yes. And here we go. Hi, Mallory. Hi, guys. Welcome to the podcast. Oh my gosh. I'm <laughs> Thank so you for excited. Being here. Yes. We're I'm so excited. Thrilled. We've been dying to have you on here for a while now, and we're so happy that the stars finally aligned. We can get you here. You wouldn't believe when we ask people what they want to hear about, it's always skincare. Skincare, skincare, skin. Is it really? Always. I mean, Julia always like, um, I can tell you my routine. Yeah. That's all I know. So Um, we brought in a true expert today. Well, that's nice of you. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about you. Tell us about you and your education and a little bit about your business. Yeah. So my name's Mallory Miles. I'm a master esthetician and acne specialist, and I'm the owner of MM Skincare and Acne Clinic. <laughs> I almost have imposter syndrome saying that sometimes. <laughs> oh, like I'm like, shouldn't. oh, you shouldn't. Okay. You definitely shouldn't. It's the most beautiful clinic, by thank, the way. Thank you. Stunning. Thank you so much. Um, but yeah, I... I specialize in acne, but I love helping anyone with a variety of skin conditions. That can be anything from rosacea, fungal acne, pigmentation, aging, or I just really like to help anyone that wants to better their skin health. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. You're, you post so many like before and out or like transformation oh photos or videos and they're amazing thank you you really do incredible things out of this world (sighs) yeah i'll be scrolling through instagram like the explore feed you know Mm -hmm. and i'll see like a before and after from like a distance you know on the grid of the explore feed Mm -hmm. and i'm always like that's Mallory's. Oh I know gosh. it. And I'll click it and it always is. <laughs> See, on the Explore page? Yes. Oh, all yeah. the time. Wow. All the time. That makes me so happy. Sometimes I'm like, man, Instagram, but... No, it I works. Know. It does. And it, I get to connect with so many cool people. So... Okay. And that's something great about your program or what you do yeah. in general, right? Is that you can help people from all over. Yes. I do offer virtual options. It's amazing. It's so cool. I feel like 2020, a lot of people had to kind of... I don't want to say pivot, but pivot in a way to like being able to, you know, work without seeing people. And I feel lucky because now I get to, you know, right now I'm working with people all over the U.S. And it's just, it's so fun. And I feel so lucky to be able to do it. So so cool. Yeah. How do you do that exactly? Yes. So obviously, and it's crazy because all the results I get my clients are 
just skincare and lifestyle. So I don't even have to touch your face. So cool. <laughs> no. So <laughs> to be able to do insane. these things. Yeah. So some of my before and afters, like obviously you can tell some of them have the head wrap and they're in clinic, but I treat a lot of people virtually and, and it's just the skincare and the suggestions. And so it's, that's it's so, so cool. cool. That, yeah. That which really is. I think a lot of people don't think that that can be achievable unless you're in person getting treatments done. It's true. So I'm excited for you to teach us. I know. I can't wait to hear how we yeah, all the can magic. do that. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. So I think we'll just jump right in. Our listeners sent in so many questions so for many. you. Wanted okay. to know all the things. So I think we'll start with, you said you kind of specifically treat acne. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll start with some acne related questions for you. Okay. So let's talk like acne 101. Give us, give us some, some deets. Okay. So first off, you got to know how acne forms, right? You need to understand like how it actually happens to be able to treat it. Um, and I feel like it's such a mysterious thing. Like there's so many people that struggle with it that just trial and error and try all these things, whether it's, you know, going to the dermatologist and getting on medications orally or topically or birth control. There's, there's just so many ways that people go about treating it. So I, I, this is what I'm excited about, is just being able to educate people about this. So for acne to form, you have to have an issue in the pore where you overproduce too much dead skin. Okay. Oh. So that's where it starts. I'm sorry. I know. People get the opposite from dead skin. Dead skin. So, yes. <laughs> it's like a revelation or something. Dead skin. And it's not... When you are acne prone, you overproduce 10 times the normal amount of dead skin. I'm Ooh, sorry. What? Mm-hmm. This is me because as, as, you're, as you're listening, I am acne prone. Why are you? I, I was in my head thinking, Julie's got like the perfect skin. Oh my gosh. She's like the girl who could do anything. She's dying. She's gone through a moment oh, my during the really? pandemic. Yes. yes, my skin can be great. It can be so good it, and it can take a dive mm-hmm. and you know, it can, it comes and goes, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm just like honored that you would sit here and say that to me. <laughs> oh, so well, now I'm does. thinking about all the dead skin on my okay. face and I'm like kind of sick about it. Yeah. So. 10 times. So 10 times the normal amount. Yeah. And when that happens, what it does is it like plugs the pore and mm-hmm. then you can have issues with oil and bacteria. And sometimes when you get bacteria, you get inflamed acne where you get like those bigger painful breakouts. But if bacteria isn't present, then it's just texture, you know? Mm -hmm. But then you have like all these external factors that affect the skin. So we're talking about like your lifestyle choices, diet, things you're putting on your skin topically, hormones. It's everything in combination together that can make non-inflamed acne become inflamed, Hmm. if that makes sense. Okay. So from like texture? Texture is what it starts out and that's called non-inflamed acne. Okay, and then when it turns into like the bigger, like ouchy, mm-hmm. deeper green, ones. yellow, white, oh. Oh. yes, colors, then that's colors. inflamed <laughs> acne. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um. So a lot of like women will think, oh, I have like all this hormonal related acne. It's like only on my cycle. But what they may not realize is that they actually have non-inflamed acne texture, like just te- hmm. texture chilling underneath the skin. And then they, you know, have peaks and divots in their cycle that make those non-inflamed lesions become inflamed. Oh Interesting. So you have to get to that core part of acne where you're overproducing dead skin. Mm. And that's so different for every single person. Some people, you know, can exfoliate 
a lot, like handle a lot of exfoliation and others are so sensitive. Mm -hmm. And so it's finding the perfect balance for each specific individual while balancing those lifestyle choices that we'll talk about. Okay. I'm sorry. It's been like five minutes and I'm already (laughs) We're like, oh, okay. Mind blown. Great. Can't wait. (laughs) Mind blown. So you were, you touched a little bit on hormone, on hormonal Mm. acne. Mm -hmm. So, so many of our listeners were asking about that. I mean, that was like, honestly, a majority of the questions. It's like the reasons for it, like how do you treat it? Like give us all the information about hormonal acne. Yeah. So... I try to kind of separate the two because like hormonal issues and acne issues, they're not the same. Okay. So like I said, a lot of women's hormonal acne comes from that texture and then you can have those peaks and divots. Like for instance, if you did have like PCOS or something, you're all over the place. And so it's hard because you really have to focus with a provider on like what specifics you can do for your hormones, but you need an acne specialist for the acne issues. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. some people think, oh, I have to fix my hormones to fix my skin when that's not always the case. Interesting. So Mm -hmm. you need both. You need to get your hormones under control as much as you can. Mm -hmm. And then you need a good plan for treating and taking care of your skin. Absolutely. Okay. Um, Breaking out during your period or the week before is that because of like a rise in your hormones yeah or a lack for it because when when you're starting your cycle you start to lose all those hormones right so Mm -hmm. you actually menstruate so it could be a a trigger for for both I feel like after people get off their period sometimes they break out or like pre-ovulation it's so Mm -hmm. different for every single person because they're struggling with their hormones in different ways so but a lot of most majority of women start to break out before their cycle Okay. Yeah. I think one of the best tips too for hormonal breakouts is not picking, right? So hard. Because that's usually that hormonal breakout is that inflamed one. And then you're like, oh man, I got to get it. Mm -hmm. And that's like worst case scenario because Mm -hmm. one, you're going to push that breakout deeper. You're going to break the skin. You're going to make pigment worse. Then maybe scarring. Mm. And then you're healing from that and you're scabbing. It's like a full thing. Yeah. So the best thing that you could do, my, my best tip for that is... If you know you're going to start your cycle and you can kind of feel one starting to come up, the best thing you could do is ice your face or use a cold roller. Okay. Yep. Rather than picking because the next thing you know, you're going to be digging at your face and it's not going to end well. Yeah. No. Yeah. So to circle back again for anyone who's just like, okay, so where do I start now? I have bad hormonal acne. Mm -hmm. Your number one thing is like, let's go figure out your hormones first. I guess it depends to you because like some people struggle with their hormones, but they don't even know it. Like they'll, they'll feel fine, but they'll have hormonal irregularities. Like maybe their cycles off just a little bit, but then there's some people who have like severe hormonal issues where they're like bedridden or they have all these other health issues. So I, I think you have to pick and choose for some of my clients. They don't even know that they have hormonal irregularities. And then I start asking questions and I'm like, hmm. You might have PCOS, Uh like you should probably go, you know, to your doctor and talk about it. So I think it it just depends. Like a lot of my clients end up at me and then we talk more and we talk about hormones and I feel so lucky to have you guys because you, I can't tell you how many people I send your podcast to about birth control because people don't, they like, they're, they're, I feel like people are wanting to get more knowledge on birth control and going off or options. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, you want to just dip your toe in it? Go listen to this podcast. That's so sweet. Yeah. But I feel like if it's truly your skin that you're struggling with, 
get with an acne professional first. And if it's hormones, if, if you're bedridden, like you, who cares what your skin looks like? You're not right. feeling yeah. well. Right. So you kind of have to pick and choose. And then like, if you come to me, I can kind of, you know, make some suggestions of things that you can do or people you can see. Do you feel like you can, because for people who are listening, if they're, if they're like, I don't know if I do have hormone imbalances mm-hmm. or struggles, mm-hmm. but I definitely know that I have acne. Like, do you feel like that they can come to you, you can maybe evaluate the skin and say like, okay, you definitely have some skin, you know, mm-hmm. acne issues, and then, but kind of like you were saying, you can speak to them and say like, oh, that kind of raises a red flag, like maybe you should see, you know, a specialist or someone for your hormones. Yeah, I feel like what leads me into that is when you talk about cycle, and I just ask like, is your cycle regular? And some people are like, oh, yeah, like every 28 days, and they know, and I'm like, fan, freaking fantastic. And then some people are like, mm, I don't know. Yeah, oh and I, I know Nicolette's dying. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, let's start tracking your cycle, and let's start there. Because then that opens your eyes up to everything, like, oh, my gosh, man, maybe I am late every single time, or yeah. I haven't had a period in so long. And a lot of people come to, and they've they've already seen a dermatologist or a healthcare professional, and they're already on birth control or have other, other places. Usually the people that come to me have tried literally everything. And it's like, you're my last hope. I have tried everything and nothing has worked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's really cool that you ask about your cycle, that you're, that, that that's something that you are thinking about and that you are like, okay, there's more. Cause I do think that sometimes you can go to like a spa or something and they just treat your skin and they don't look any deeper. It is like skin deep, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and they treat acne that way and so it's really cool that you look in multiple directions and I think that's probably why you're so good at what you do honestly I mean even the amount of women I hear tell me like oh I went to my dermatologist and they just put me on Accutane they didn't ask one question about my my cycle how I eat what products I'm using, mm-hmm. like nothing. They're just like, oh, here's a quick fix. So the fact that you like can analyze and talk about something that directly is relating possibly to your acne. Yeah. You're not putting a bandaid on people's issues. You're actually getting to the root cause and fixing it. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's pretty frustrating because that's where I was at when I started getting acne when I was like 12 years old. Ugh like so young young. and my poor parents would do like just about anything for me I mean I went to like the local dermatologist every single month and Mm. my parents would be like what are you doing are you not following what they're saying and so I just had like this like heartbreaking moment where I'm like I'm literally going to a skin doctor Mm -hmm. right and they're not helping me you know and then the next thing it was was like okay none of these antibiotics are working then let's try some birth control and I quickly found out birth control just did not mix mix well with me at all and it was just like no one ever looked at my skin no one ever asked any other questions and it it can be frustrating so yeah and and it it is it's just like acne is all these things mixed together right Mm -hmm. it's like all the triggers which I'm excited to get talking about too I had a similar experience with you with with my skin I saw a dermatologist for years I was on medication for years for acne and it like I never felt like it helped me he would he spent like Mm. five minutes with me you know and he would see me and be like okay like see like running out the door and then I I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to an esthetician, like yeah. see. And then my my skin was healed. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, uh-huh. I went to a dermatologist for years mm-hmm. and I got 
no help. Mm. And I went to an esthetician and my skin changed dramatically in like um, even a month's time. Yeah, was shocking to me. Yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, when it comes to acne and dermatology too, is like they kind of have this view that acne is like super cosmetic. Mm. Like it's just like, oh, mm-hmm. like kind of sad. Yeah. But their, their focus is on like skin cancer and, yes. you know, like... Which is uh, yeah. important, obviously. Very important. <laughs> yeah, Very important. Sure. Yeah. Um, before we move on from the, like, hormonal acne topic, because we brought up PCOS a little mm. bit, a lot of people were asking about, like, excess hair growth on the face. Yeah. What do you suggest for people that struggle with the mustache and the beard? <laughs> the, the dark hair. <laughs> yeah. So, um, for anyone who's listening that doesn't know this, I have PCOS. Mm-hmm. And... I struggle with some chin hair, you guys. Oh, it's the you know, worst. Yep. Yep. So, so the medical term is actually hirsutism, and there's a few things that you can do for it. Um, but first, let's talk about like what can cause that. It's the excess of androgen, so kind of like the brother hormone to testosterone. Mm. Um, okay, so here's what I do. I've come to terms with my hairy chin. Yes. But I tweeze it. Okay. I just tweeze it. I have a lot of chin hair, but I, I just tweeze it, you yeah. know, because I yeah. feel like if I wax, it breaks me out. Mm-hmm. And some of the products I'm using sensitize me to wax. So wax and I just don't mesh well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it depends, too. Like, don't get peach fuzz confused with actual chin hairs because mm-hmm. some women do. Good point. PCOS chin hair is like black, <laughs> coarse hair, right? Thick. Yes. Yes. So I think tweezing mm-hmm. is the best. If you can grab the hair by the shaft and, like, completely pull it out, mm-hmm. Usually that's the best case scenario because it doesn't grow back as quickly. Totally. You're not going to like cause an ingrown hair if you're breaking stuff off. Waxing can be sensitizing, like I said. So I think tweezing is the best. What do you guys do? Well, okay. I use a tinkle on my mustache. Okay. I I don't break out. Do you like the tinkle? Is it scary? Is Um, that a scary thing? I was actually nervous to ask you about the tinkle. I know. I thought she was going to say no. No, I think it just depends on the person. Like for me, I'm so acne prone. I could just look at one of those things and it's going to break me out. Really? Yeah. Wait, what? What So the issue for me, I think, is like once I kind of shave that hair off and it starts to come back through the follicle it gets really irritating and since I already have that overproduction of dead skin issue it just traps stuff and I don't even get like actual like acne acne bumps they're like tiny little white pustules yeah I'll get like a little bumps yes sometimes as well like I I get that so I feel like you kind of have to pick and choose like some days I'm like I'm taking the mustache I don't want acne and some days I'm like no this is gonna go yeah for me, yeah. it's usually when my husband's like, your, your mustache is like, okay, you know, but you know, I kind of appreciate it. It's I love. Like, you know what, thank you. We're looking out. <laughs> I appreciate it. I've also heard some women like to thread. If they like don't want to deal with it, threading can be a good option. So I think you gotta find what works best for you. Totally. I, as far as, um, Tweezing other unwanted hair. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about nipples? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Is that what's happening? Oh my gosh. I deal with I deal with nipple hair. Same. I would say eighty percent of my clients, it's like yeah. no one admits it, and then I finally am like, yes. If I finally say it, I like it first. Yes. Like, what do you do about it? But I have noticed because with nipple with those hairs. I will use a tweezer whenever I get one oh. and yank them t- out. I do too. 
And then they don't grow. I feel like it doesn't grow back as fast as, as if you were to like shave or. Tea you guys, I'm, I'm not doing shave. anything for my nipple hair. What so am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> I'm gonna have to go home and assess this damage. <laughs> okay, but maybe you don't have. Maybe you're lucky. Yeah, like you, maybe you're, you're one like of the, the lucky ones. The lucky one. Because like you were describing on your chin, they're on. They're no. on. Yeah, they just like they just come. They do sporadic, random around. Yep, could be different mm-hmm. place different mm-hmm. all the time oh no dark two out of one yeah yes. Which, why <laughs> why is that a thing i'm really concerned for yes. myself no, no you, you should, should be concerned okay. you should be concerned about- <laughs> well at least you guys know and you're doing something about it <laughs> but i but i do like you saying use i think tweezers in general are like the yeah. cleaner better it yeah. like pulls the entire hair out yeah and then you're not going to have to deal with this quickly either. Right. Because when, so. sh- when you're shaving or using a tinkle or dermaplaning, it's just cutting it right off to the surface. Mm-hmm. And Nicolette knows this because she's a hairstylist. She knows that growth phase. It's got to go completely through. So tweezing, no. best bet. The best. Okay. I really think so. Okay. I know that there are also topicals that you can put on that will like, kind of like Nair. But that sketches me out. I'm a little sketchy about that one. It just like ke- feels like chemicals yeah. that are scary. Yeah. So just like probably a, a year ago, I went. <laughs> Dogs barking. I went to see um, a nurse practitioner and she, I was complaining about PCOS and my chin hair. And she was like, oh, I'll just prescribe you like this topical ointment. And I was just like, it's just not going to mix well with my routine. I know it's not, you yeah. know? You're like, I have a very established so routine. I do. It's yes. just not it for me. Right. Um, what would you say your best advice would be for, so when uh, you say people get on birth control to help with their acne, which oh. we, I think we know so oh. many people who have done so this, sad. um, what advice do you have for when people are coming off birth control? We had a lot of people ask like, okay, I'm off birth control now. And my acne is like coming in Insane. hot. Like what is the next step? They yeah. just call you or call me. <laughs> Call me and say nine one one. There's a fire. Yes, and I'll put it out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but okay. So hormonal acne. I think once you're coming off the pill, you gotta really focus on healing that body. Mm-hmm. Like you're in a a transitional phase. So taking like a good look at your health and maybe partnering with a professional that talks about hormones and maybe they can suggest some supplements to lower some inflammation. I love zinc. I'm a yes. big zinc gal. Mm. I take yes. that Vimergy zinc because oh. it. So good. Yes. Okay. We'll plug. Wait, we'll oh, plug I, that one. Wait. Yeah. I don't. I don't take it. <gasps> I'm sorry. The liquid Vimergy. Oh. Oh. From Costco. Mm. No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh-huh. I swear. I feel like uh-huh. a brand new person when I take it. Like the next day. It's very weird. Yes. Um, but I feel like that is one of the best ways to lower inflammation internally, help boost the immune system. Mm-hmm. So that's great. And I know that when you're on birth control, it actually can deplete you, right? It of does. zinc. So yeah. such a great supplement. Mm-hmm. Um, water intake. I know that it's like, does water fix everything? Maybe. Probably. We Maybe. All suck at it. <laughs> yeah, let's drink more water. Yeah. Let's do. Let's let's treat our body well. We know the things that we should be mm-hmm. doing, you know? Mm-hmm. So Okay. But as far as topically, are we talking topically what to do? Yeah. Or, well, sure. All the things. Call me. Okay. Because we'll, we'll want to talk you. about like routine wise what we want to do. Okay. Usually I've seen it where people come off birth control and their skin actually becomes sensitized. Like they're really sensitive to products feeling more tingly. So mm-hmm. I like to focus more on barrier repair for the first few like weeks to a month and then kind of ease some of those exfoliating products in. So, Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think it's always good to remember, like, 
when you're on birth control, your body, your brain forgets, it stops making hormones because yeah. the birth control is making it for you. So right. when people get off birth control and they're like, I thought this would like solve my issues and my acne shouldn't be acting up. Like your brain is now relearning to to produce hormones. And so it's like going wild. It's either going to like excessively produce or not enough with one hormone or the other. And so like you said, like hormonal acne has peaks and divots of like when it can be flared up due to your hormones. So no wonder it's going to freak your skin out right when you get off birth control because your body's learning how to balance mm-hmm. the hormones. Give it six months to a year. You're going to feel like a brand new person. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so let's go into popping pimples. We kind of, we got there okay, for we a kinda, sec, uh-huh. but let's, let's really dive in. Okay. Like if we really want to pop yeah. them, yeah. what do yeah. we do? Is okay. there ever a good time? <laughs> yeah, there is a good okay. time. I think if there's a whitehead on your face, guys, we can't let that sit there. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. It's just not good for anyone. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and you're going to feel better. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to cleanse your skin, okay. get your face clean, get your hands clean. And if it's a whitehead and it's ready, it's going to come out really easily. Okay. It really is. So Great. you could grab two little Q-tips and just gently, very oh, gently. Yeah. No, I no think to you, fingers. No to the fingers. You've got nails. Are your yeah. nails clean? No, they're not. And nails, I just feel like you're going to be pushing at stuff. And you might drive stuff deeper, actually, because you have to remember with that non-inflamed acne, you know, it's starting, it's actually a seed. Like, it's a core. And even if it becomes inflamed, there's still a core in there. And sometimes you're going to push that core deeper. And you're breaking the skin around it. And you're causing pigment and all the things. So if it's truly ready, it'll be whitehead. And it will come out very easily. So I'm going to keep you back because then you're going to track those. And you're going to follow up with the rest of your skincare to get a good toner, moisturize. Um, but I would also say I, I used to be a bad picker. I'll have to show you guys some of my pictures. I just could not keep my hands off my face. Yeah. It was like... So, so satisfying but it, some of my acne hurt so I like wanted to relieve it you know but my thing was I would I would pop it it'd come out it would scab and then I would pick my scab oh no no because why not yeah I mean this was 16 year old Mallory sure but I'm like oh that scab is healing skin that's new skin and it's healing and I would pick it off so I know and a lot of people do that a lot of my clients I'm like I see you I see you. <laughs> so let the scab Sorry. heal. Let the scab heal. Okay. Maybe a little occlusive over the scab so it can heal a little bit faster and leave that thing alone. So do you ever, should people spot treat pimples? Like I always see girls on Instagram with like a little like color of mm-hmm. something on their face and mm-hmm. it's because they're like treating a sp- yeah. spot. So, okay. If you're super acne prone, like I'm, I'm talking like, okay, if you're the girl that maybe gets like one pimple a year, mm. a year, like you who, might be a spot treater. Who are you? Okay. Like who are there you? There are people. <laughs> there are people. I can't mm-hmm. imagine. Yeah. But if you're breaking out weekly, monthly, spot treating's not for you. And let me tell you why, because you're just treating what has surfaced mm. in acne in the acne world you have to work on prevention so every day you need to be exfoliating and treating this dead skin issue so that nothing forms later right so no spot treating doesn't really do you any favors it's really the daily stuff that does it for you got it but if you're the girl that breaks out once a year a little spot treatment can help you okay yep what about those deep deep 
like painful mm-hmm. you can like feel this, on. like cystic. it like almost makes you feel like you have the flu a heartbeat touch oh, it. oh okay <laughs> a flu <laughs> like yeah like sometimes they like touch oh. it and it like gives me like the aches because oh. it's so deep and sore yeah. but like there's no head on it yeah like what mm-hmm. do we you ice do? ice baby okay okay yeah okay um but okay so for some of my clients that are on my acne program they start purging we can talk about purging anytime you want okay purging is where that non-inflamed acne is being drove out of the face and so some people get a lot more breakouts because we're working on all that dead skin it's all come to the surface so those those clients that are purging get those types of breakouts where it's like oh it hurts they're painful Mm -hmm. and I have to say don't touch them don't pop those ones those ones are like the ones you don't you don't do that one you want to be icing but to a lot of my clients well I would say like 90% of my clients are on ingredients with benzyl peroxide and that is one of like the most acne efficient ingredients because it really lowers inflammation and brings oxygen to the pore and I swear to god all my clients are like I may get a breakout but it's gone in like two or three days <gasps> when a when a lot of clients break out really? it's like when is this thing gonna go away it's oh been weeks gosh. so the clients that I get and that are working with me their breakouts come and go but that's what I would suggest okay. a benzoyl peroxide ice okay okay mm-hmm. so for the ones that um like okay let's talk like blackheads mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. do we do we do we leave those like or how do we get rid of them without yeah. popping them yeah or without like, using your poor oh strips oh yeah your poor strips no so okay benzoyl peroxide for that as well okay because it's gonna oxidize that pore and push everything out but a lot of exfoliants i like exfoliants with um so we're talking about alpha hydroxy acid exfoliants not exfoliants that are scrubs we're talking about a chemical exfoliant i love glycolic for blackheads and i love retinol for for blackheads because the molecular structure of those ingredients are so much smaller that that type of acne that those blackheads people actually don't realize that that's acne it is Mm, it's just a type of acne it's stuck like it's deep if if you even look at go look at like a 12 year old they have blackheads you know so it is kind of just a normal bodily fluid it's almost like fall in love with the blackheads but we can make them a little bit better yeah but they are a part of you okay Okay. they are Okay. okay that's good to know um people with like chest acne back acne yeah body do we leave the those alone too do we pop the white heads do we Mm. can you treat Mm -hmm. your chest and your back with the same products you're using on your face so there are a lot of contributors that go into body acne um and these are things that i educate about in my um clear skin program one of the main contributors to body acne can be laundry detergents and fabric softeners and dryer sheets. Mm-hmm. Because what these do is they line your sheets, your pillows, your clothes with this waxy ester that gives off fragrance, right? So I see a lot of people, once they switch out their detergents to a fragrance-free cleaner option, body acne can disappear. It's crazy. So that's one contributor. Number two are pore clogging ingredients in your hair care hair care runs down that back Mm -hmm. so um looking for pore clogging ingredients in really any of your body care or hair care you can find a list of that on my website i have a list of pore clogging ingredients um and three i see a lot of body acne with people who are super active so people who go to the gym or are athletes because they're sweaty and sweat can mimic oil in the pore and so that can be really irritating so if you're a big gym goer or you work out a lot i would 
immediately go home and shower like asap don't go home and like make your protein shake go home and shower and change those clothes so those are some things that can contribute to body acne mostly um but as far as topically there are some things that you can do for your back acne or chest acne but i find that those lifestyle triggers are really are what will do it for you if you swap some things out totally i can attribute yeah for sure i felt like I struggled with back acne. I think it's a combination of like working out and like sweating and then going home and like not showering immediately and then sleeping in my shoes. And when I switched to a like more natural detergent, it was like weirdly overnight. Yeah. I was shocked. Yep. I was really shocked. And I was trying things. Like I was trying like washes and things that I didn't really feel like necessarily were helping me as much. And then I changed my detergent. And it's like, so I really like Tidefree. I think I like posted something a few weeks ago about a new detergent. Do you like it? The Crunch Basics yes. one. Holy crap. Ooh. So good. When I run out of my so Tide Pods, I might have to try it. But yeah, I've, I've used Tide Pods for a really long time. Just it's the white bottle instead of the orange. Um, but some people cheat with this. Like I'll say like don't use laundry detergents or fabric softener or I mean fabric softeners and dryer sheets. But then they'll just go get the non-scented. It's still the same thing. Yes. You can't yeah. do any dryer sheets or mm-hmm. softeners. It just has to be detergent. Mm-hmm. If you find a good one, you shouldn't even notice a difference. Um, my other tip is that a lot of people like the dryer sheets for static where you could switch to a dryer ball. And if you're a big scent person, you could put a few essential oil drops on those dryer balls and just give your stuff a little, little hint of something. Mm -hmm. So that's a better option. Awesome. Yeah. I even with, cause I struggle not with body acne, but with, um, like eczema and dryness. And the second I switched my detergent, I used to like make my legs bleed at night from itching them so bad oh, i remember that all the time mm-hmm. like all night long it would keep colby up and the second we switched detergents it was like all of a sudden it was and i used to use like steroid creams and like all oh this stuff gosh. for my eczema and gone really just from but it makes sense because your skin absorbs i mean you're wearing clothes all day mm-hmm. you're in your sheets like whatever it is you're always you're touching touched something by it. Mm-hmm. so it makes sense that it would, it would affect your skin yep and some people like they kind of overlook it. Like don't yeah. overlook it. The mm-hmm. smallest changes can make like the biggest changes. Yeah. yeah. So let's say you've popped the pimple. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you've popped the pimple. You're like, I've really done it now. Mm-hmm. I've made a mistake, but I did it. How do you speed up the healing process, scarring mm-hmm. process? Like what what is the best advice? Okay, let's break that up into a few things first. Let's talk about the healing process first. So okay. you've done the dirty deed. Yeah, you've you gone did. too far. We've all done it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I still want you to ice it because okay. you've you've caused a lot of inflammation there. Ice it. It's going to calm you down a little bit. Well, first, okay, I hope you had washed your face before you done it. And I, and if I you didn't, oh didn't. my God, please wash your face I after. Didn't. No, Julie. <laughs> Okay, wash your face after then, and then I want you to grab an ice, a piece of ice, and roll it around in circular motions. Don't hold the ice on that spot, because you can burn yourself with ice, but kind of roll it around in circular motions. That's going to calm everything down. Then I want you to follow up. Maybe you're using an active product. If you were my client, I would say you need to follow up with your routine. That's your exfoliating serum, like um, a mandelic glycolic or Mm -hmm. vitamin A. 
And most clients are on an acne gel, which is that benzoyl peroxide. So you're getting like, okay, we're exfoliating whatever bacteria might be in there. We're sterilizing the follicle with your routine. So that's kind of what to do after. Um, But on the days leading after that, maybe you have a scab, right? Like we said, don't pick the scab. Mm -hmm. And if it's super flaky and you're just like, ick, I want you to, you know, do your morning routine, get all hydrated, put all those yummy ingredients on your skin. And then you can put an occlusive over it like aquaphor that will help mm-hmm. the scab heal faster. I mean, you have to think it's it's literally like a wound, right? Yeah. So if you do a little aquaphor, that basically just traps all the moisture, like all the layers that you put underneath it. And it helps whatever like water your body produces kind of hang on in that area. So that will kind of heal it up cool. over the next few days. Um, but then we're talking months where you have that pigment left over, right? Right. So... This is where we can go two directions because what what is so crazy and what I've kind of like figured out over the years is that pigmentation and aging and acne are very similar in the way that they can be treated. Okay. So like acne, you have that issue with your dead skin, right? We want to basically exfoliate the same amount of skin you produce. With pigment or aging, doesn't matter what type of pigment it is, if it's pigment left over from a breakout or if it's pigment like sun damage or if it's pigment like Mm -hmm. melasma, as we exfoliate, your pigment climbs up the layers of dead skin. So literally, I I know I'm probably going to sound repetitive with the exfoliation thing, but it's like magical. And and you got to think too, like there's some women that you look at them, like I thought this was Julie, (laughs) where they have perfect skin and you're like, oh, I wonder what she does. And usually they do nothing. Like they're like, oh, I just use water, you know? Yes. That person... that person they don't have an issue with their dead skin production their body naturally just like pushes Mm, it off interesting you know and they could use whatever they wanted but they're they're just in a flow they have that mitosis of the pore we don't when we have acne Mm -hmm. so we we have to work on that exfoliation daily and finding out the perfect flow for you and as you do that that pigment will come off too is it overnight no do you have to be patient? Yes. So that's number one. And that's that's how I get it for my virtual clients when they start breaking out or they're worried about pigment after. It's just kind of time and letting the products do the job. Mm-hmm. If they're in clinic, I can do fancy things like an enzyme to accelerate and kind of boost their routine or I can do a light peel. So those are some ways. But exfoliation is key because you have to get that dead skin to lift. Totally. Um, but number two with that, sun protection. We haven't even talked about sun protection. I'm sure we'll get there. But right. the sun can actually make that scarring or pigment darker just from the UVA and UVB rays, making those melanosomes a little bit more excited. It makes them become darker. So wearing your sun protection, key. Exfoliation, sun protection. Mm. We love sun protection. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, keratosis polaris. Did I pronounce that correctly? Yeah, I think it's like they say polaris or polaris. Okay. Tomato, tomato. Yes, same thing. Mm-hmm. What advice do you have for that? Yeah. So and what is that? Yeah. I don't know what that is. Yeah. So a lot of people refer to it as chicken skin, and they will get it on the back of their arms. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, yeah very tiny little bumps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so something I treat as well. I love treating a variety of skin conditions because what they all have in common is a dead skin issue. Wow. I know. So a lot of my treatments are really successful for things like KP. That's what we call it, KP. Um, so yeah, a lot of people will get it on the backs of their arms. Usually the adolescents get it, so 
you know, when you're young, I had it. I don't know what happened to mine. It kind of just went away. But, yeah, great. Um, But what I suggest is different than the face. So with the face, I'm all about um, chemical exfoliants. With the KP on the arms or body, I like physical exfoliants because the body skin is so much tougher than the face skin. So I really suggest my face and body scrub for that. Get a good mechanical exfoliation in the shower. I would say, honestly, with something like that, you could scrub every single time you shower. You can kind of be aggressive with it. That's great. Um, if that doesn't do it for you completely, you could add in a chemical exfoliant with it. Usually, I suggest like amlactin, which is lactic acid in a moisturizer. And you can hit it from both sides. But that's that. The laundry stuff that we just talked about could be a contributor. Yeah. Awesome. Because with I forgot to say what KP is. So oh, yeah. KP, it's still an overproduction of dead skin. But rather than harboring bacteria, it harbors um, keratin. So it just like oh. it all builds oh. up in the follicle. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And wow. the hair can get trapped. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yep. Wow. Here we are. Learning <laughs> so much. Um, silk pillowcases. Oh. Is this a yes or a no? If you're bougie. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm Got not it. bougie. I mean, okay, I've fallen in love with like bamboo because it's really yes. lightweight. Um, I had a silk pillowcase. I would like wake up off the bed. Like it would just slip <laughs> me around. <laughs> <laughs> so if you like it, good for you. Great. Do I think it's magical and like everything you need? Meh. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. But is it good for your hair, Nick? No. Oh, like, people. Oh, like, perfect. Honestly, it's like one of. That's why I thought for skin it was maybe going to be this like myth. Because for <sighs> hair, it's like, if you're bougie. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I guess if you want to. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It won't hurt. No. But like truly, it's not going to do something magical to your yeah. hair. Yeah. Yeah. Probably matters more that you're like not wearing a tight elastic or blow sleep. drying your hair yeah. or putting right. heat on it. Like, those are the things that are going to matter. Yeah. 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 Mask me. Mask knee. Are we, That's a are new we, thing for yes. you in the last <sighs> you've been dealing with probably was like mm-hmm. so big the last two years. Are you, I was, are you a believer? I was really worried because I was like, oh no, mm-hmm. like this is something that no professional has dealt with <laughs> and this is my specialty and I don't even know what I'm doing, mm-hmm. you know? So um, luckily I was so worried because I'm like, am I going to be able to get these clients to the finish line with yeah. everyone in 2020 wearing a mask constantly? Yeah. So yeah, some people it, it can affect a little bit more than others. Some few tips that I have for you is one, I, I suggest disposable masks. That's what I wear. I still wear masks around the clinic because I'm just in people's face yeah. and I'm extracting. So I'm getting, well, you know, mm-hmm. things are, I hear that. things are all over the place over there. Yeah. So I like disposables. One, because people are still wearing makeup and that's on your mask totally. and you're like, you know, you're sweating in it. So disposables are the way to go. But um, yeah, if you're wearing a cloth mask, Oof. it's so heavy and you're probably washing that in downy and that's on your face 100%. all day, right? You don't even think about that. Yeah. And yeah. you're probably washing it once a week. Yeah. Right? If you're like, yeah, some diligent. people like don't ever wash yeah. them so well and then I Ew. you know I had one client that was like oh no I'm hand washing them with baby soap and I'm like oh okay but then I'm like wait there are pore clogging ingredients in baby products oh. like there's sodium lauryl sulfate that's like one of the most common so 
you're still you're still clogging your pores one way or another i didn't realize that is a pore clogger yeah yeah i I know it's bad for like so many things yeah but i didn't realize that it also Mm, clogs pores still yep great a pore clogger so that's good for people to know who are using just like any old body wash Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. probably has yeah that in it one of that's like my first tip swap when when someone signs up and is like all right i'm ready to do this their homework is to go through shampoo conditioner body care like i educate you on all those external factors and we get deep and i hold you accountable i'm like did you do it (laughs) have you swapped (laughs) so yeah you've got to kind of look at it at all angles but um another tip i could give to you is icing helps that too Mm -hmm. because it kind of lowers any inflammation Um, and then there is a powder that I sell that has like a clay base in it and it's just a translucent. So people that felt like they were really flaring, like I had a client who worked at a restaurant and it was like constantly, you know, she's sweating, she's back and forth. She couldn't take it off. Mm -hmm. So I would have her just layer this translucent powder and then, you know, maybe toning midday if you can, like just that lower face, don't wear makeup and just tone that can be helpful. Luckily, I feel like we're kind of like going away from that now as masks come off totally um thank god i'm i'm like i think we're just all need it for our skins (laughs) our skin's sake i think we're happy that we can breathe Mm -hmm. (laughs) so some tips awesome um let's dive deep oh the gut into into the gut we go yes okay let's talk gut health how do we heal our skin from the inside out what are some like let's start with like biggest food offenders because gut mm. plays a huge role in acne right totally. and your skin care or your skin oh, yeah. health right yep so i have to be honest i'm still learning daily about gut health and i'm i'm just so glad that people are talking about it now and it's so fascinating so um let's talk about the food offenders first let's start there and then we'll go back to like gut health so there are some main food groups and when i talk about diet i try to be sensitive to like all parties involved because once i say the word diet people go oh my gosh am i going to be able to do what she's going to tell me to do so i'm a big moderation in everything so some of these food groups that we'll talk about today i don't want you to think you can never have them again or some people get anxiety around eating after that you know and we want this to be sustainable like the changes that you make when you're with me i want them to be like long term and i don't want you to feel like neglected in any way so the food groups that i talk about are androgenic food groups and basically when you consume them they peak your androgen which makes you actually secrete just a little bit more oil which harbors therefore bacteria and mixes with the dead skin so um the first one is iodized salt so table salt Hi, I don't. Yeah. So if you could swap to like a sea salt or Himalayan salt. Okay. Perfect. Most people actually already do that and it surprises me. Mm -hmm. But you have to think if you're eating out a lot, those restaurants cook with iodized salt. So just be aware of that. Um, The next one is dairy. Everyone, I feel like everyone like knows the dairy. Like, oh no, everyone's like, I had ice cream and pizza last night. I'll break out in is it tomorrow? <laughs> oh my gosh, that leads me to something I wanted to say. Yeah, great. So, and we didn't even talk about this. For acne to form and surface to where you can see it, it actually takes three months. So it's not what you ate last night. No, no, no. <gasps> yes. Ooh, so I'm paying for my good. sins from three months ago. <laughs> three months ago. 
<laughs> where was I? Where literally. Was I do? Literally. That's yeah. crazy. So, and that's why my program's like four months because for the first three months, we're just working on like what is basically surfacing from what you've done. Yes. So, um, oh, yeah, love. don't feel bad if you're like breaking out mm-hmm. and don't think that it's just from something you literally ate last night. That's wow. Mm-hmm. Very. Yeah. So, when it comes to dairy, I... Don't get me wrong. I indulge in some pizza with cheese every once Mm -hmm. in a while. As Mm -hmm. we all should. Mm -hmm. But what I try to say is like control what you can at home, you know, Mm because I feel like the majority of us try to eat healthy if we're working on our skin and and a lot of clients that come to me are focusing on their health. So if you can um, maybe not buy cheese to have at home, that's great. Or get a a dairy-free cheese. I Have you guys tried dairy-free cheese? Mm No. 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 Okay. I've heard that they're that some are great and yeah. some are really mm-hmm. believable. Yeah. yeah. I guess I'm just not a big fan of cheese, so I just haven't gone there. Oh. Um, but you could try, right? Mm-hmm. If you're like oh, a yeah, big absolutely. cheese person, try it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, go indulge. Feel good on the weekend or whatever to to have some pizza or a taco or whatever. But do what you can with what you will. Um, the next thing is oils that we cook with. And I'm actually learning more about like inflammatory oils too. So they're, they're kind of tied here. You want to avoid, um, peanut oil, canola oil, um, those high inflammatory oils, but you can cook with olive oil, coconut oil. Those are like the most common too. But if you go out like good old Chick-fil-A, they're cooking with peanut oil guys. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And the inflammatory oils, those are the canola oil too. So you kind of want to stay away from that for like a hormone perspective as well. Totally. Mm -hmm. Makes total sense. Yeah. Um, we talked about milk a little bit, right? Yes. You could do an almond milk, oat milk, mm-hmm. um, everything in moderation, I say. Do you feel like it's that a lot of people, it's not that you have to cut it out completely, like dairy, yeah. but it's that a lot of people, I feel, feel like a lot of our American diet is like heavy yeah. Like heavy, heavy dairy all day. Yeah. And everything we eat is dairy. Whereas like we could cut it out here and there in certain spots, but like it doesn't mean you have to be like dairy free 24 seven no. or you're going to have a breakout. Right. No. That's what I say. Like kind of everything in moderation. And yeah. You can't, you can't get away from everything. Like I have some clients that think the diet's like all it for their skin. Mm-hmm. And I kind of have to be like, Hey, you're better than me. Like they're looking yeah. at like ingredients in their dressings and where, oh, and I'm like, wow. okay, next level, yeah. I'm just no, saying no, no. don't have whole milk in your coffee every single day or don't right. have cereal with milk every single day and cheese and ice mm-hmm. cream and yogurt. Like it all adds up. You don't actually realize how much dairy you have, but yeah, making a few little swaps like an almond milk or oat milk can be really beneficial. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're super lucky that in this day and age, like we have, there's so many different options. I mean, like oh, yeah. there are like almond milk yogurts. If you mm-hmm. want to like do that every other day yeah. or something just to like sw- switch it up and with all like the variety of, of milks and like genuinely when I drink, like have oat milk with like a cereal, great. It's the same. Sometimes really, you I don't, don't even yeah, realize it. I don't it. even know. Genuinely yeah. don't know. If any yeah. of, if anyone hasn't tried oat milk, I love it. Like I feel like it's still that creamy texture, mm-hmm. yes. you know. So try oat milk. Yeah, it's delicious. I like trick my husband sometimes because he's always like, "Oh no, I can tell," and then I'll trick him. <laughs> he doesn't. And I don't he tell doesn't. Him. Yeah, oh, he's always stinker. like, uh-huh. "Yeah, just it's the whole thing." And then it'll kind of be like the color at the end, you know, when he's eating all the cereal, and he'll be like, "What is this?" <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, uh-huh. you already ate it. Uh-huh. You you don't even know. Uh-huh. 
Okay, a few others I'll touch on too um, is protein because there's whey protein, right? That mm-hmm. is also milk. A lot of people don't understand that whey is dairy. Yeah. So, yep. and a lot of people, when they're working on their skin, they're also working on their health. And so they are wanting like a higher protein or a higher diet in protein. Mm-hmm. So you can switch to a plant-based, a vegan, a pea protein. Um, see how that does for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. What about happy foods for our skin? Yeah. Yeah, what are some, what are some good of the ones? Best. Ones you can feel good about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a go-to or something. I'm all about the antioxidants, like fruits, you guys. Mm. Fruit. Mm. Like we overlook it. I mean, they're pretty to look at. They're going to make us look pretty. Yeah. If we eat them. Yeah. Your fruit bowls you've been posting. Oh. I'm like, can you just bring it to my house too? <laughs> I <laughs> can. Just everyone fall in a glitch. She'll tell you what to eat. <laughs> Perfect. So, um, but I love any fruit i mean i could go on about fruit other than fruit you could do omegas like good fats you guys good old avocados nuts seeds like we we know these things right at least i feel like we do and then water can't talk enough about water because what's the way our body detoxifies it's you know so drinking your water and I know that it's hard. Like, we've all have been, like, very busy lifestyles. But if you can choose to focus on, like, just a few, like, start with water. Because you know we should be doing it and it's going to help everything else. I would say that the best way that I get more fruit into my diet, if I'm just not feeling it, is a smoothie. You know? Like, just pound the smoothie. Always good. Yes. Or juice. Like, just down it. Liquids are easy. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Do you recommend that people see someone specifically for gut health if they're also struggling and wanting to take their acne or skincare journey seriously and they're worried that maybe their gut health is related yeah Yeah. so it's kind of like the hormone thing where I'm like you kind of have to separate the two a little bit they get intermingled really easily so for instance if you're having gut health issues you're having issues going to the bathroom you're having issues with immunity you're, you're not feeling good, you know? Mm-hmm. And if that's you, yeah, let's let's open your eyes up open to the, the fact that your gut health is contributing to all of those and you should seek professional help. I actually would really love, this is gross, but to get my stool tested. I did that. <gasps> you did? I did it right before I got pregnant. And? The most fast, first of all, it is the <laughs> nastiest oh. <laughs> thing that I've ever well, that's had like to do. Your, that's well, like, your nightmare. You don't poo, right? I don't have a bum hole. <laughs> right. So yeah. I'm not so sure how this even happened. Honest. Maybe I dreamt it. Yeah. But you probably poop on like this. You have to like put this thing over the toilet that catches your poop. And then you have to put gloves on and like shove your poop no. into these vials. No. And pour liquid into the vials. And then like you send it into a lab and everything. What? But it is like Ugh. messy and sick. Oh. Mm-hmm. But fascinating. Like touching it. Right. You know, like the no. poor people. Yes. But I've never, I've done so many panels like blood work and hair, like follicle, like where they test to okay. see allergies yes, or whatever, yeah, yeah. deficiencies. This was by far the most extensive. Wow. I know that stool um, samples are like the most extensive ways you can look at your entire nutrition, mm. hormones, like allergies, food allergies. And I want to do so, it. They're so expensive, but they're oh. so worth it. So who did you go through? Um, I will, I think it was Nubitru Nutrition, if okay. someone online, um, but I can let you know who okay. if I the figure one, it out. The one that I've heard of is, it's in like Europe. Okay. 
they make you eat this have you heard of this no oh okay they make you eat this muffin that's oh. like blue or green mm. and this is part of the the testing that they do okay they want to see how long it takes you to digest Ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah but then you send that stool and and they can test for all different things right like what did your show immunity yes did it show like illness that you could have or totally. like it and then it, it'll show you like what bacteria you're lacking as well right all of it so like they're they can assist you in like because there's so many prenatals you can take mm. or there's so many um probiotics or prebiotics or yeah. whatever and everyone just like thinks oh i'll just buy whatever's on the shelf like whatever looks easy Mm-mm. and for for probiotics like the one i was specifically taking i like my levels of bacteria were perfect and me taking that mm-hmm. that one was making it Messing go it in overdrive yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but i was lacking in some other ones so I was able to be directed to the right probiotic based off my gut bacteria. Yeah, that's so neat. But I, I used to have um, mold toxicity, which oh. for like years. And so they can pick that up in your stool. They can like see if you have oh. mold in your body. They can tell you what kind. Like yeah. it's it's yeah. so fascinating. Yeah, it's yeah. so cool. Immune responses. Like wow, they can, t- they can tell you if you have autoimmune issues like... See, and, like, that's when it comes down to, like, I bet when you had that mold toxicity, you mm-hmm. were freaking sick probably, right? So, sick. Mm-hmm. so, so were you sick. focused on your skin at that point or no. were you just worried about getting better? I just wanted to live. See? So, like, <laughs> that's where you choose. Live. That's where you choose, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're really worried about your skin and you're trying to find answers in all these other directions, probably not. It's probably not your gut. Not yeah. to say not to say it's not, but it's probably not. Um but if it is, the the one probiotic that I suggest that I've done the most research on is that Just Thrive. Have you heard mm, of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a spore-based. So like a lot of um, probiotics, they actually don't make it through your gut acid no. and like yeah. all the way, you know, to hear. do what they're supposed to. So the spore-based, um, they're supposed to live and like actually make it to the gut. And so that's the one I suggest. I had a sweet client that came off Accutane. She was having all sorts of issues and I was like, Hey, you, you could give it a shot, you know, sure. like, why not just try it out and see how you feel. And I'm all about also like, um, making notes. So like in that flow app, you can make notes on like how you're feeling totally. and like get more in tune with your body. So that's a place to start. And like, really, if you're at a place where maybe Nicolette was, yeah, you need, you need help. You need professional help. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Some other ways that you can get probiotics in your diet too, are like yogurt. And I love mm-hmm. a good old coconut milk yogurt. Um, get those, those little probiotics that you can there, maybe a kombucha, mm-hmm. um, but pro or, um, bacteria in your gut, like the microbes, the good microbes, they love fiber rich foods. So having a good variety in your diet of different, you know, I say a colorful diet, like just eat different foods because we get in such a rut of eating the same exact thing. And, mm. and maybe it's processed most of the time. So maybe you need to look there sure. and, and put some more variety in your diet. Get, look at your plate and say like, what colors can I add here and what spices and like just the little things that add up to, to feed those microbes. Totally. Absolutely. Um, let's switch gears a little bit and talk about pregnancy. Oh, so yes. yay! You know, <laughs> this is for you, Nick. Yes, yeah, for one just, of, yes, for me. just for you. Just for you. Yeah. Um, acne tips yeah. for people who are pregnant. Pregnancy acne. I know people talk about it all the time. Yeah. So there's a lot of misconceptions that you can't do anything when you're pregnant. Like nothing, right? People scare you. They're like, 
Oh, throw away while you're seeing her. Oh, no. No, 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 no. No, you can do things, guys. Yes. And sadly, a lot of people get acne when they become pregnant. And it's like, then they really like, oh, no, just what? What now, you know? So there's only a few ingredients that we suggest you stay away from when you're pregnant. The first one's retinol. Um, and, you know, I've been doing a lot more research on this. Like, why? Like, what, what about retinol? Why do you just stay away from it, right? Um, I think that they relate this a lot back to Accutane because Accutane is a vitamin A derivative and so is retinol. And they did show that Accutane had side effects in unborn fetuses. So I think that there's just a scare there. So obviously be safe. Yeah, we want to avoid retinols when you're pregnant. And the other one's salicylic acid. It's really sad. Yeah. It's really sad. Yeah. For both. I mean, but there are many other things you can do, guys. You can do glycolic. You can do mandelic. Um, you can do benzoyl peroxide. So there's things, definitely things that you can do. It's just those two you got to stay away from. Yeah. There's even chemical peels that are like lactic acid peels that you can do. I really love enzymatic exfoliation for my pregnant gals. Um, but really those are the only things you have to stay away from. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. It's just two. Yes. Perfect. Two out of a million. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Do you use azelaic acid often? I don't use it in any of my skincare. I feel like it is kind of a little bit more like gentle. I see it a lot. A lot of clients come in that are using like that Curology. Mm-hmm. They have it in there. Um, I don't think it's anything fascinating or like yeah. anything that I see like really great results with. I don't think it's bad. I yeah. just don't have anything that I have loved to put it into yeah. a formula with. I personally know my... I have like a face wash with glycolic acid mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. And that has helped since, because I loved retinol before I got mm-hmm. pregnant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> loved what it did to my skin. Yeah. But I feel like that has like helped me get by for these like months. Of, yeah. I mean, there's still stuff that like. Oh, yeah. Definitely yeah. can make you feel like it's being active with your skin and helping keep your skin clear and. Totally. Yes. Totally. Um, what about like rosacea or like veins for during pregnancy or after okay. people have given birth? Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily see this post birth with okay. rosacea. Um, so I don't know. I don't know about that, but rosacea is similar. In yeah. In general is kind of similar to acne guys. <laughs> yeah, okay. It really is. But some things that you have to focus on with rosacea are more barrier repair. Mm. Um, so I really focus on a lot of water balance and lipid balance for rosacea, but one of the best ways to exfoliate for rosacea clients is with mandelic acid, which is in one of my serums and I love mandelic. It's derived from almonds. Mm -hmm. And so it's a very gentle way of exfoliating because it has kind of a bigger molecular structure. And when things have bigger molecular structures, they penetrate a little bit slower. So like for instance, with the glycolic, it's Mm -hmm. smaller. It can really travel Mm -hmm. a lot deeper. And so that's why it's better for like textured and acne prone skins. But the mandelic, it's it's just a little bit more gentler in the way it delivers to the skin. And it has anti-inflammatory ingredients. So it really does a great job at like helping with the redness. Okay. Um, but there's some studies that show that rosacea clients actually have what's called a demodex mite. So it's like a bug in your skin. Oh. Okay, <laughs> wait. I've heard this. Tell have me more. You? Tell me more about it. Yeah. It's just a little bug, you know? No mm-hmm. big deal. Oh. I know. Um, so uh, one of my clients that I was like, oh, for sure, this is it. 
I put her on the mandelic serum and also an acne gel that has that benzoyl peroxide in it. And benzoyl peroxide just sterilizes the pore completely. Okay. The demodex mm. might can't live in a mm. in an oxidative situation. Interesting. And so that completely controlled her. Yeah. Really? But the thing with rosacea is you do have to be very barrier supportive. Like you can't just treat it kind of like acne is. You have to be a little bit slower, have a okay. little bit more care. And there's a lot of triggers to rosacea. Um a lot of lifestyle triggers for rosacea so you really want to avoid let me pause (laughs) so with rosacea you really want to avoid some triggers number one is sun just the heat getting hot because yeah um really anything that's going to produce a lot of blood flow and circulation so like working out a lot of hot workouts take an ice cold shower maybe after mm. that icing can be helpful for rosacea um alcohol can be a trigger as well just because alcohol can thin the blood and then you've right. got a lot of circulation there spicy foods can be triggering so knowing those also environmental factors like wind so mm. like if you're a skier interesting. that is interesting yep got to be careful there wear like a probably a good mask around mm-hmm. yourself if you're going to be like out hiking or anything in the elements so knowing your triggers and then obviously topically those those mandelic and cool. the acne gel can be helpful very cool um a lot of my pregnant clients talk about getting like darkness mm-hmm. or, uh, on their upper lip and even like maybe in the t-zone area yeah. or their eyelids mm-hmm. what is this yep that's called pregnancy mask. Okay. AKA melasma. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, breaks my heart when I see that cuz it just it it's it looks it looks sad. It's bizarre. I know it really is. So, I think the main contributor to that when you get pregnant or post-pregnancy is the prolactin that gives you that breast milk is what triggers it. Mm-hmm. So, it is a type of pigmentation, but it is hormonal related. So, that's like one of the ones where I'm like if your skin and hormones are related, it's with pregnancy oh. mask and melasma. Those two go hand in hand. Interesting. So, um sometimes for some women once they are done breastfeeding, it'll go away. Like, oh, that's what? crazy. Right? Are... Others, I don't know what happens if it's just like stuck, <gasps> but it can hang out. And it's it's thick, thick, thick pigment that's like it can line the forehead. It can be that upper lip. And it almost looks like you have like bronzer that's just not blended. Like yes. it just looks like or dirty. Your skin just looks dirty. Yeah. So um, if, if it is, if something that you're struggling with post-pregnancy, you need to give it some time. See if it calms down. Please wear your sunscreen because it's going out. If you, yeah, if you go out in the sun, the sun's going to heat up those melanosomes and that will become darker. Yeah. Um, but if you're like six months through your post-pregnancy and it's just hanging on, come see me. Um, the one thing that I really love to treat melasma is vitamin A because vitamin A is one of the only ingredients in skincare that actually gets to the dermis, which is like the very bottom layer where like oh, your wow. it's like where your tissue is your nerve endings are and that's how deep some of this pigment lives and so with that form of exfoliation that pigment starts to climb up those layers and slough off over long amounts of time so we can treat it that way but sunscreen and and just waiting waiting okay. game okay all right we're gonna jump into products okay we have lots of questions about products we do but Let's talk about yours first. Oh, because mm-hmm. you've created your own product lines. I have. So, and very mindfully. I have. So talk to us about 
your products? What do they target? Yeah. What are they about? So a little history, like I had mentioned earlier, I started getting acne very young age, tried all the things. Um, but it kind of came to a point where I finished aesthetic school and I was like, my skin just wasn't better. And I thought, what the heck? Like I'm a licensed professional and I'm still getting bad acne. How is anyone going to ever trust me to treat their skin? You know? And then I'm like, I'm looking in the mirror one day and I'm like, wrinkles? No, uh-huh. I have acne and wrinkles. Uh-huh. So then I'm like, rude. oh, rude. Yes. So then I'm so like, rude. do I continue using my acne products? Do I start using like these heavier emollient creams? Mm-hmm. What the heck am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> and so I was just really to a point where I, I couldn't find anything that was balancing both acne and aging for me. Um, And I was learning more about the pore clogging ingredients. And so I was just all over the place and I had pigment. Like I just was, I could not find everything, anything that was hitting all the markers for me. So I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to create my own line. So cool. So smart. What? And so, yeah, one thing led me to another, a bunch of Google searches late at night. And I was like, I guess I'm just going to like call a manufacturer. Like that's just where I started, you know? And one lab led me to another and so I really focused on one having anti-aging properties in my skincare but also making sure that it was non-comedogenic was at the forefront of my goals like I wanted no pore clogging ingredients obviously because that was just going to add fuel to the fire for my skin so it kind of started there but I did I I wanted it to focus on aging and, and kind of supporting my barrier as well and I wanted it to be professional strength. Like, obviously, I'd, I'd, I wanted really high quality ingredients that were going to actually, like, do what they say they're going to do. Because there's a big difference be- between, like, a professional strength product and a drugstore product. Mm-hmm. Professional strength products are, like, we oversee you, right? You're going to come into me for this consultation. I'm going to give you these products. And I'm not going to just send you on your way and say goodbye need to make sure that these products are going to do like the job, right? Get you to the finish line, get your skin clear, but you may have an adverse reaction and I need to make sure that I'm there for that. So, or maybe, you know, you go through some irritation phases and a lot of people, when they go through irritation, they're like never using that again. Right. Mm -hmm. So they give give up too soon. Yeah. So I, I wanted them to be professional strength. I didn't want just like anyone to be able to, to grab it off the shelf. And so those were my main focuses, non-pore clogging, a balance of acne and aging, and professional strength. Um, yeah, what else do you want to know? <laughs> That's really exciting. Yeah. And like, how cool you just, just looked up, just called a manufacturer, well, just started. Well, you know, it's more than that. Going. I'm yeah. obviously no chemist, <laughs> but like I knew what I wanted and yeah. I knew what I didn't want. Mm-hmm. And I kind of just started there and they would send me, I started with just like two products and they would just send me a prototype. And I'd test it and I would grab mm-hmm. my boyfriend's face and test it on him and try to get people to give me their input. And I made changes and I've made lots of changes over the years to a lot of products, but it just kind of started there and has mm-hmm. moved into what it is today. So totally. it's so exciting. I have to just like make you uncomfy and oh, blush no. for a second. But well, first of all, I use your SPF, which yeah. is wearing it today. Oh, so I don't. I just don't have proper words for it. <laughs> if any of you are going to buy one product from her, that is, I mean, that is just like absolutely the most glowy, beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I know that you make it in like a non-glowy form as well for people mm-hmm. that that's not their jam. Yeah. 
but I mean, it should, be, it should be everyone's jam to be glowy. It's <laughs> stunning and beautiful. So it first is. of all, I love that. Thank you. But I have three friends who have gone to you. Okay. And done your program. Is that what you call it? Yeah, I call it a program. Yeah. Because it is. It's like, it's so much more than you expect. Yeah. Like yes. I said, I don't just send you on your way and say goodbye. It's no. like four months of good work. Yes. yes. School for your skin. And mm-hmm. First of all, I remember at the very beginning when my first client saw you, she was, I, she had like texted me and was like, hey, do you know um, if this shampoo has this ingredient or this ingredient <laughs> or whatever, or when Good you wash client. my hair, mm-hmm. at the, when I come get my hair done and you wash my hair, could I like maybe have you use this shampoo? Oh anyway, my God, committed. And I'm like, who, first of all, who's making you look at your ingredients? Like, who do you think you are <laughs> like, asking? Who do we need like, to call? You need to use this shampoo. Like, anyway, I was like so concerned. Like, it's I was like, okay, me. wait, this is like a big deal. Whatever she's like, this program she's doing, it's a big deal. But then watching her skin transform was unbelievable. All three of these girls, I saw them before... Like, I've known them well before you treated their skin. But they are still people that, like, when I was getting coffee with one of them the other day, it's just like, I get in her car, and her whole face is, like, glowing and shining in the front, and, like, reflecting sunlight. I was like, like, what the hell is this? I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. She's like, oh, just let me go share them. Nothing on your skin. And it's like, I can pinpoint whose skin you've Oh my god. No, it's like it is wild. My cheeks are hurting. I there was a girl at the gym who I I like genuinely knew without her ever telling me that she had been treated by you. And then I go in there. She was always there at the same time I'm there. And she was washing her face at the gym. She'd showered at the gym and all her cute products (gasps) of yours. Amazing. All your products were what she was. Such a compliment. So it's just like I always your products do something like it's not just like a oh this is a cool product thing and you should use it like everyone I know that uses your stuff it's changed their lives and I notice a huge it's so different oh thank from you from everyone else's that I've seen so they've got the mm skincare glow <laughs> yeah, they, they do they it's do. a real thing you guys they do. thank so, you but let's talk about like your favorite products yeah. or ingredients yeah. so like let's start with dry skin dry skin products people okay. struggle with dry skin yeah um especially here in utah right we're like dry and cold and Crusty. miserable mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah real flaky yeah mm-hmm. so with dry skin there's a few few different ways we have to look at this so in the skin we have to have water balance and this doesn't relate anything to the how much water you're drinking Okay. Mm. It, this is topically water that you produce. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you lose it, it's called transepidermal water loss. And that's where you get dehydration. So a lot of people who have dry skin are also significantly dehydrated. Mm. And so I love me a good old toner after cleansing because a lot of people cleanse and they're like, mm-hmm. their face is like, what just happened? Right. 
Um, so the pH balancing toner of mine is does it balances the pH in the skin, but it also gives your skin like a drink of water and Ugh. preps it for the rest of your products. So we're not st- talking like an astringent. We're not yeah. talking about like a toner that's has like salicylic acid. We're talking about a water based toner that's gonna give you back it's moisture like in your skin. Yeah, mm-hmm. rehydrate you exactly. Mm. So I love that. Um, I love other water balancing properties like hyaluronic acid. Everyone has heard that term before, but also good old aloe vera. That's in my hydrating gel. Really? Mm-hmm. I love aloe. Yep. Wow. So, but then also on the flip side of dry skin, you have an issue with lipids. So lipids make up the outermost layer of your skin called the lipid bilayer. And so you have to have that balance of water and oil in the skin. And that can be really tricky for people. Mm-hmm. Um, so my favorite for lipid balance is my soft creme, which has um, ceramides that basically heal the outer lipid bilayer <laughs> and help you basically retain moisture. And then the last portion of dry skin is where you need occlusives. So the glowy sunscreen, it does have Mm. some occlusive properties. So you're going to, you know, wash your face, get it all clean, do the toner and really ensure some water balance, calm it down with the hydrating gel, sandwich that with the soft creme and balance those lipids. And on top, you're going to put the the glowy SPF and it's just going to occlude and trap all of that moisture on you. It's just like so that's comfy. why they reflect. Their skin is reflective. <laughs> yes. Well, they don't have any dead skin either. <laughs> so yeah. really, so when glow. you have no no dead skin, that's when like when you're really struggling with dead skin, you just look dull. You yeah, know, you just true. like don't have that that life to your skin. So when you have no dead skin and you have that water and lipid balance, mm. there's no better duo. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. So then on the flip side, what? would you do like what do you suggest for oily yeah skin products so um oily skin types still need love too but most oily skin types really gravitate towards the water balance the perfect cocktail of hydration for in my opinion for oilier skin types is that hydrating gel with an a glowy spf on top but to each their own some oily skin types don't want shine Mm -hmm. because they already feel shine you know Mm -hmm. they get like a few hours into their day and they just feel like a grease ball jealous i'm jealous too can't can't relate (laughs) yeah just know if you have oily skin you're aging so much slower than us dry skin girls honestly so the mattifying spf i can't tell you how many oily skin girls love that because it is more of like that primer texture that will just kind of like make everything look seamless preps your skin for makeup so that's a tinted tinted right? yeah. yeah all my sons well i have a non-tinted okay. option I'm, yeah i just know that the one i have is tinted which mm-hmm. yeah phenomenal love. yep for those of us that like don't necessarily love wearing like makeup on a day-to-day or i, I don't wear it day-to-day especially wearing like a mask all the yeah. all the day long mm-hmm. I know. and so it's like so nice just to have like a little bit of something yep you know yep. to add to your glow with a little color it's great it's wonderful it really is um uh, acne 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 prone, prone. Yeah. For products. So do you want to hit like active wise, like like serum wise, what we need for acne prone skins? Yes. Okay. Ooh, yes. Yeah. So let's go back to the types of acne. So there is the non-inflamed acne, which is just the textural stuff. Just mm-hmm. that's that those just little bumps. bumps. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's also blackheads. That's non-inflamed acne. And then there's inflamed acne, which are those cystic pustules, papules, whiteheads, Owie. anything that's big is inflamed. So for non-inflamed acne, you really have to take a little bit more of an aggressive approach. 
And so, yes. Interesting. Yeah, I think the opposite. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it it doesn't look as bad, Mm -hmm. right? It's like on someone you may not even realize that they have an autoimmune acne until you get microscopically close to them. Yeah. So, and some people don't even realize they have it. It can be from like very mild to severe autoimmune acne. But yeah, because it's so tucked underneath that skin, it really needs some aggressive stuff. And in the right way, aggressive doesn't necessarily mean bad. Um, but glycolic, because of its smaller molecular structure, does such a great job for non-implant acne. Um, retinol, we love retinol for non-implant acne, maybe even the combination of both of those. Yeah, used the right way. Um, but for implant acne, you would think that implant acne would actually be harder to treat because most of the time it, it looks worse, right? Yeah, and yeah. Like you see some people with this, this cystic acne and it, it just breaks your heart, it does, right? Yeah. It's so sad. It's actually the easiest to clear, you guys. Like, what is the best what? Nurse? Yeah. For so many people, they just cheered. When I see someone come into me with inflamed acne, I'm like, booyah. Like, yes. You're like, I'm yeah. to change your life. I'm, I look at them yeah. and I'm like, I bet you are like sweating thinking of trying to no. fix that no what? yeah that's awesome wow. yeah yeah so um mandelic serum you guys for inflamed acne because of its antimicrobial and antibacterial properties and it's lowers the inflammation i see an inflamed client come in a month later and it's like almost non-existent it's insane <laughs> that in the combination with acne gel that has that benzoyl peroxide yeah those are like that's it that's it for them and they're done. Cool. But the thing with inflamed acne is then afterwards they are left with more scarring. Mm-hmm. So even though they're clear, you're going to probably still look at them and be like, what, like what, what happened? Like, are you still yeah. like, do you have acne or do you not have acne because of that pigment? And that's really where once they become clear, we can say, okay, maybe this is just a waiting game and letting time and your products do the job. And sometimes that happens or sometimes they have a lot of pitting and scarring and they might need a little bit more of an aggressive peel or maybe microder- microneedling. So there's different options that way as well. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought of this like that I should have asked this at the very beginning yeah. but when people want to use benzoyl is it benzoyl benzoyl per- peroxide mm-hmm. is that something you have to get like a medical grade yeah can so anyone buy that there is a product that you can get like at a drugstore but it's very low percentage right okay. because these companies that are supplying skincare to the masses they don't want anything to go wrong right Mm. so they're gonna put like the lowest grade of ingredients that they possibly can in this because what's gonna happen if you go have an allergic reaction Mm -hmm. are you gonna sue cetaphil like i don't know right Mm -hmm. so they do as much as they can to cover their behind um so that's why coming to a professional like when someone comes in for a consultation i literally patch test everything Mm. and we make sure we're gonna give it a good 24 hours and make sure that you don't have an allergic reaction And I have weekly communication check-ins with my clients. So everyone's texting me weekly, sending me pictures, and I'm adjusting Mm -hmm. things accordingly. Yeah, so I hope that answered your question. Yeah, Yeah. it's better to get it through like a professional. Yeah, yeah. And how often is that a product that people can use like... Because it sounds like it can be used for acne-prone people and dry. Yeah. And is it like a daily thing? So it really depends on the person. Mm -hmm. Um... And it really could go both ways. So, like, let's just say we're talking about an acne 
individual, someone who has acne, mm-hmm. because of their issue with their dead skin, they can tolerate that product a lot more. And so I like to build. I like to start my clients out using it a few times a week and build from there. But I won't lie, a lot of my acne-prone clients use a benzoyl peroxide nightly. Wow. Yeah, because that's really one of the ingredients that will prevent future breakouts from forming. It's okay. really the preventative. Okay. But let's just say like someone like who I thought Julie was, mm-hmm. <laughs> where mm-hmm. she has no issue with her dead skin, she may put a benzoyl peroxide on her face and she's peeling like in two okay. days, you know, and, and she doesn't need that product. So okay. it's not for everyone. Can people use them at the same time as a retinol yeah. or do you kind of choose because that sounds like my jam if I'm okay I'm like can we like double it all uh, up uh-huh. <laughs> people get so scared and I think it's like the best practice you'll you'll probably read online like don't ever combine anything with retinol or don't ever combine mm-hmm. anything with Oops. benzoyl peroxide right <laughs> I disagree. When it comes to the acne prone, we're so different than other individuals that you actually have to have that combination to be able to keep up with all of your dead skin production. So I I have been playing for the past few years on mixing retinol and benzoyl peroxide together, and I can't tell you what great results it gives oh, the non-inflamed. Awesome. It's insane. The non-inflamed. The okay. I would never put retinol on an inflamed acne client because because of its molecular structure leading back to that it's just a more aggressive product so okay unless good Mm -hmm. yeah it's Mm -hmm. you got to be careful you do you have to that's why working with a professional is so important and having that guidance absolutely because could you imagine waking up and you're a lizard and you're like i just spread my face what happened right yeah Yeah, you don't want that no no do you no, have a no, favorite? No. Like, do you have a retinol? I have a retinol. It's product? my vitamin plus A. Yep. Okay. It's one of the serums. Okay. You can okay. only get it through a consultation, obviously, because it's sure. medical grade. Yeah. So right. be, yeah. yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm. We're all for retinol. Mm. Mm-hmm. Everyone mm-hmm. should be on a retinol. Mm-hmm. I agree. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And using it, like I said, the the right amount, because yeah. not everyone can tolerate it the yes. same way. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. How long do you feel like when you give your clients your products how mm-hmm. long do you feel like they typically take to start working like do you feel like people see results pretty quickly or mm. is there kind of that like um purge phase yeah for a little bit like yeah. what's your timeline typically when you tell people so i'll break that question up in a few answers when you apply a skincare product on the skin it starts working immediately like okay. it actually delivers those ingredients immediately right sure so things that way work immediately but when it comes to like let's just say purging a lot of clients notice purging within like two to three weeks of starting okay and i prep everyone for this when you come in for me i break down every month what to expect so you don't just wake up one day and you're like wait what happened right yeah and i'll tell you too like when you come in i'll give you a mirror and say look these areas are super congested i think that you'll purge here so usually like two to three weeks you'll start see some purging and purging is that non-inflamed acne leaving the skin and becoming inflamed or why i are actually leaving so that can happen within like two to three weeks um and some clients can purge up to three months because remember acne can take the rest to surface right so i really don't panic if someone's burning for quite a while when they're dying inside they're like wait what did i sign up for is this right yes right um but i have to remind them like look this is gonna take time it's not an overnight thing um but but what's so cool is like i said the breakouts they're healing a lot faster like they're coming and they're gone within a few days so it makes them feel a little bit better 
Another, another thing I point out is like I'll show them areas of their skin that look really clear, like are getting that mm-hmm. crystal clear skin that Nick mm-hmm. was talking about, like that glowiness. I'll be like, do you see these areas where you're not breaking out? The skin looks so healthy. Like the rest of your face is going to be this way. It's coming. Just be patient. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Me. It really is. Okay. Let's, we have a bunch of questions we want to ask your opinion on. Okay. Just like trendy things. Or just questions in general. Mm -hmm. But let's first have you tell us some ingredients to avoid in products um, if you have acne-prone skin. Or just in general, like, what are some ingredients we should all grab all of our products right now and look if they're in there? Okay, number one. No-nos. Yeah. Well, first, there's a list. And let me me just show you guys really quick. (laughs) Let me show you. It's that big. Oh, okay. so she's Oopsies. holding up. She literally has something that is, mm-hmm. it's called her like Bible. It's, it's my, like, it's my clear skin Bible. Yeah, clear so skin Bible. I don't have it. I know. I'll I give it to you. I can't wait. For you. I literally want to see it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so she, it's like a whole page long that she's showing us of ingredients. all the ingredients yeah. to avoid. Go hop on my website. It's there. It's free. Like awesome. just go do it. That's okay. the number one. You got to go look through that. The, there is sodium lauryl sulfate in literally everything. Honestly, it's everywhere. And, and you have to consider everything. Your toothpaste. Like if you're, oh. yeah, you're breaking out around your mouth, your toothpaste Stop is there. It. You've got to look at hair care because that's running down the sides of your face. Yes. You've got to look at body care because what you don't realize about pore clogging ingredients is they're like sticky. They have a really high oleic to linoleic acid. And so they're sticky. So you're washing your hair and you've got a couple little pore cloggers and then you touch your face or wash your face or you sleep on your hand hand soap. and it's transferring hand soap oh my god i know it's you touch your face it's a whole thing i mean people probably go like wash their hands to like pop their pimples and they're washing mm-hmm. their hands with pore clogging mm-hmm. so totally and then the popping mm-hmm. and doing the bad things mm-hmm. and it's like a cycle mm-hmm. it's all part of the thing yeah it's wild yep so go look go look through the list of pore clogging ingredients and just go through everything that you're using and some things that you need to replace replace them with mine Perfect. you don't have to worry about anything we are going to link her um website Absolutely. and her instagram handles all so if things. you guys are all freaking out and worried, all the things well we got you back <laughs> um so are you pretty much like drugstore products are just like a no-no in general yeah it's a no-no guys okay Unless you have no issues with your skin and you are like, I have gray skin. I just need to like wash my face and moisturize. Okay. Cool for you. Cool for you. Love that for you. Yeah. I wish I was that way. Mm -hmm. Mm. But then I don't because then I want to be able to help people like I do. Um, But yeah, if if you're going to do it, do it right. Like, aren't you sick of of using things and they're not working and you're spending all this massive amounts of money and you're in circles mm-hmm. and you're mm-hmm. crying at night like i was that girl i was yes. there i've been there everything I've been there. At sephora everything oh, yeah. Ulta, yeah every every yeah. single thing and it's hard too because like so so many brands are so great at marketing right oh, yeah. like we're, we're we swallow so much marketing in a day mm-hmm. and it's so frustrating too because like let's just refer back to the pore clogging list you can go to target and look at cetaphil and you want to know what cetaphil is going to say non-comedogenic won't clog pores and is dermatologist recommended mm-hmm. it has sodium lauryl sulfate in there mm. so you can't just Sneaky. look at the the front of a package and be like oh mallory said non-comedogenic and look at that and think it's gonna work because you have to go through every single ingredient mm. i know but the diligence is where it pays off it, it is, is. it seriously that. is and, yeah and it's like nothing good comes easy mm. unfortunately yeah. unfortunately so yeah mm-hmm. accutane are we for it? Are we against it? You know, 
this is my job, right? Mm -hmm. That I'm like, there are so many other treatments out there now. Like, the reason why I'm kind of not anti-Accutane, but I have to educate people about it because it's recommended so much of the dermatologist. I'll just give you, for instance, I went in two years ago to get my body checked for moles Mm -hmm. and everything. I had a few breakouts, you know, I'm acne prone. I have PCOS. It it happens, but at least I know how to control it. Yeah. My dermatologist, it was a new one. She goes, oh, can I prescribe you some Accutane for (gasps) those those little non-inflamed lesions on your forehead really fastly. She didn't even ask my name. I'm sorry. She didn't even ask my name. She just walked in, grabbed my chart, and asked. And my heart's just like... You're sick. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, one, it made me feel horrible because I'm like, this is my job. And she just threw Accutane at me. Yeah. But two, I'm like, it actually made me max. I'm like, this is what you're getting. A lot of people are getting that when they're going to the dermatologist and they think this is it. I'm just going to do Accutane. And then some people do do their work and they actually understand what Accutane does. So... Accutane shuts off your oil production completely, which, okay, that, that doesn't sound awful, right? Like, okay, yeah. you got to think about what your lubrication and what your oil does for you. It har- like It's all around your organs. It's your protective. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh. So yeah. when it's shut off, it's got some nasty side effects long-term. And I think if you can do it my way, we can avoid all health issues. And I actually might be able to help you with your health issues yeah, and recommend some things. So I just think there's so many other things that you can do nowadays that Accutane, I just, I hope it's it's in the past, but, but people like want a quick solution. Yeah. I feel like that was just like growing up, that kind of seemed like the option. Yeah, it was. Yeah, research is coming really far yeah, with acne. Which is so incredible now. I feel like you can literally pick up a great, like true, good professional skincare regimen yeah. and you can have the results totally you know without like you said all the harsh scary effects. Mm-hmm. Like, i mean i i've known so many people that have done acutane i've never done it i never did it myself but like it just like it looks so it looks so painful yeah it just looks like it hurts so bad it can mess with your like hormone levels people get like up and down off the charts like one of my just felt so bad one of my sisters got on it because once again she had hit rock bottom with like her face and yeah. the doctor was like oh well this is gonna fix this it this is it we've tried everything here's this and it actually um lowered her immune system so low that yeah. she developed autoimmune diseases oh, from oh, it great it breaks my heart it's like oh, and now her life's forever awful. changed and it's like could she have just been treated by mallory yeah. instead i wish sorry <laughs> Ma- like where were you i mean and that's just to name a few you have to also think like one of the biggest health risks also is um mental issues like you can you can develop severe anxiety depression and when you're at that phase where your skin's that bad and you're thinking about acting your mental health's already shot and can you imagine that affecting that i have some people that have told me they became suicidal after going on accutane and i'm just like so scary and then not to mention the effect it has on the gut microbiome you know and like just like your sister Mm -hmm. affects the immune system the mental health like everything so there's there's better better ways out there for you yeah um what's your opinion on oil cleansing or like oil pulling yeah (laughs) like what do you what do you think does it clog your pores so there are some natural oils guys that are comedogenic like a lot of them are almost Mm -hmm. all of them are Mm -hmm. and so oil cleansing is not for me i know some people that are like i love it it like removes all my makeup it makes me feel so good so much you're the girl see there's always one out there (laughs) i know and how do you feel? Do you, does you feel like you break it out? No. You like it? I love it. Okay. 
to each their own but like truly when you if you were treating someone would you be like we're gonna stop that now yeah so if you commit to me if you're like hey Mallory ready to do this you go online you book your appointment you receive the clear skin bible in video format and you know what you're committing to and that's ditching all of the current skincare you're using and starting completely fresh because I want to have complete control over Mm -hmm. everything that's on your face Mm -hmm. so I can get you those results that I promise you so um yeah oil cleansing is just a no for me just because I'm so acne prone I could look at like coconut oil and it would break me out yeah yeah and it all has to do with like the oleic to linoleic ratio which is like the water and oil so there are some natural oils that are non-communogenic I am a big fan of um safflower oil Mm -hmm. so that is one of the oils that you may see in my products that I like but oil specifically for cleansing techniques meh Okay. It's, not a, okay. it's not for you. Not for me. Mm-hmm. It can be for it you, is, Nick. It is a trend. Mm-hmm. It is yeah, trendy. Right it is now. Mm-hmm. very, very trendy. Very. Face masks. Do they work? Um, are we talking? What type of face masks are okay. we talking about? Um, the ones you get at Target. The oh. ones that you lay on your face <laughs> and you look so scary. Yes. <laughs> I think masks are nice. They feel good. Yeah. Do I think that they're doing the work for you? No. But do I think that, like, it's a part of self-care? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love okay. a mask. I have a pumpkin enzyme mask that I love of Ooh, mine. It's one of mine. Like yum. a take-home Yes. Mask? Uh-huh. Love that. I put it on. I get in the shower. I steam in Ooh. it. Okay. I do a little self-care. I feel like a million bucks after that. Amazing. You know? Yeah. So do I think that they're all, like, what they're expected to be? Yeah. Eh. Do they make you feel good? Yes. And that's important because when mm-hmm. you feel good about yourself, you look good and you yeah, carry totally. yourself a different way. And that's important. What about the detox masks that like, um, they're like usually like a clay base. Clay? They like dry on the face. Yeah. I like clay. Yeah. I am. Yeah. Clay has really great anti-inflammatory properties. So yeah, I think okay. it could like maybe lower a little inflammation for you. That's great. Do great I think it's going to get me. you clear? No, I love those. That's I don't think it's going to get you completely clear though. No. It's yeah. not the end all be all. No. But for a little self-care Sunday. Yeah. Why not? I, yeah. <laughs> I will say I use like a, a clay mask and I feel like it is literally the only one that has ever like done Done anything. something for you? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which Good. I love. Good for you. You should try the pumpkin. That'll Salt. be my next gift to you. Mm-hmm. Salt. Okay. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Well, purchase it even. I'll make the world. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, what about, do you, as far as facials go, do you, should we be getting facials based on our skin type? Mm. Like what we have, like if we're acne prone, do you give someone a certain type of facial? If mm-hmm. we're dry skin? Yeah. Or do you feel like you can kind of just be like, this one's great. Yeah. For everyone. So the facials I provide are customizable. Like I don't have like one set. This is the protocol you choose. I like intuitively look at your skin and I'm like, this is what you need today. And this is what you're getting. Mm. So that's kind of nice with me. I know that other spas, like you have to literally book their acne facial. Yeah. Um, So that can be tricky, but let me, let me take you back a little bit. So when it comes to services, whether it's facials, whether it's peels or microneedling, I feel like they're kind of like the icing on top, right? Mm-hmm. Or I guess the the better analogy, you'll love this, Jules, is I think that using great skincare every single day, being so consistent with your professional grade skincare, it's like brushing your teeth. Great. Right? I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But going and getting a service is like getting your teeth cleaned. Yeah. It's the icing on top. Mm-hmm. If you don't brush your teeth every night. Right. Is the cleaning going to do it for you? 
No, just it's for like still a important. Yeah. It's still mm-hmm. important, but mm-hmm. you gotta brush your teeth. Mm-hmm. Thank you and so you- much. <laughs> I'm so thrilled. Yeah. <laughs> and you gotta use your skincare day and night. Yes, like that's that's, so that's just the way I look at it. And I do think you should you should probably seek someone who could do a little customizing for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are always wondering like if I like should I be going and getting a facial like every four months? Like mm-hmm. if, you, if you have like relatively great skin, but like mm-hmm. You're just kind of wondering if that's something to invest in. Like, do I go and how often? Mm-hmm. Okay, this is, this is my timeline, I think. I think quarterly quarterly is really great because it's with the seasons, right? So in the winter months, I really like to focus on chemical peels because in the summer, you gotta, I don't know, you gotta probably stay a little bit away from that. So um, peel October, December, January, February, but once we get into those spring months, I really love an enzyme different than like the at-home pumpkin this is like an actual professional strength enzyme because the way enzymes exfoliate is they sit on the surface of the skin and they kind of munch away at surface layer dead skin Mm. so they're a little bit more gentle and you leave feeling so glowy and rehydrated i'm coming you know but when you're like Mm -hmm. wanting to hibernate in the winter Mm. get a peel stay home yeah 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 yeah. okay fun um i know you've talked about ice using ice Mm -hmm. cold cold things for like inflamed skin acne in general so you love you love an ice roller I yes do. yes okay i love an ice roller so great but there's like jade rollers right and then mm. there's the ice rollers mm-hmm. i'm a bigger fan of the ice one because i feel like it gets colder yeah and two I, I feel like you can clean it a little bit better than like the jade most jades are like actual stone and so they're absorbent and i don't know if your products are like being absorbed in there or mm-hmm. like what what's kind of happening and i don't feel like they get as cold as an ice roller does okay so i'm a bigger ice ice Amazing. roller fan yeah how do you suggest for people to clean their ice rollers yeah um you could good old-fashioned just wipe it down with some acne safe <laughs> acne safe mm-hmm. i have a body wash that i clean mine with okay but i'm like really i'm like really weird about cleaning stuff so i'll yeah. wipe mine down with like a rubbing alcohol prep pa- pad oh for oh, sure because okay. i'm just like that girl you know okay and it's in and out of the freezer and i'm just like yeah yeah, yeah. Like, what else what's is in there happening here sure uh-huh yep. yeah okay. yeah cool i will tell you what though ice rolling your face yeah when i do it in the morning i swear i lose 10 pounds <laughs> i get yeah. in, i just cannot immediate. believe what it it's does it's the lymphatic drainage it is the weirdest thing mm-hmm. like if you've never done it you need it just mm-hmm. all it yeah, takes is so doing good. it one time because it's sh- shocking yeah. what is held in your face and that inflammation just doing something simple like that yeah yeah is right? there do you have like a method like do you yeah directionally or so start- i start on clean skin like i shower and i always am like so hot after a shower mm-hmm. so i love cooling down afterwards with the little ice roller mine I, I gave it to you guys but you'll have to try it it's it's smaller so i feel like you can like really yes. like get in there yes, yes. and i always go in like upward motions mm-hmm. so we're talking like from the chin up to the ears vice versa like away from the eyes underneath the eyes you can kind of move like outward because your lymphatic system kind of runs down your neck you can bring it down your neck mm-hmm. there's a lot of videos or like you could google yeah. lymphatic system because what that what that's doing it's moving all that fluid flushing it out yep Kind of similar to, because people asked about gua sha. Gua sha. Similar. Very similar. similar. I would Mm -hmm. say gua sha has a little bit more pressure to Mm -hmm. it. Um, So, yeah, to to each just different with the ice roller being a little bit more anti-inflammatory and cooling down. Yeah. Yeah. 
what is slugging oh my gosh guys and why is slugging taking the world do we over? recommend I, it i have never I heard to, of this I in my this life when i was writing this up i had to go i was Slug. like what and i was like i need to hear it from it's gotta like, be a tiktok thing a professional it's a freaking tiktok thing mm-hmm. guys okay, i'm not on, i mean i have a tiktok but i'm not on there either yeah so slugging is basically using vaseline or aquaphor all over your face um you guys are probably being like what wow. all over your face right right so I'm actually a fan. Stop it. Wait. Yeah, well, I know. You just said aqua. You uh, earlier in the well, podcast yeah, yeah. you said yeah. something about aquifer, yeah. and I almost I was surprised because yeah. I was like, "Are we gonna break out in so much acne yes. if we put aquifer on our?" I face? was surprised as well. Right. Was something I was gonna ask about. Big myth, guys. Big myth. So aquifer, it's occlusive. Vaseline, occlusive, Green. right? What Whole that face. What that means? What's occlusivity? It means it sits on the surface of the skin. It cannot penetrate the pore. It's non-comedogenic. It won't break you out. My jaw is stretched so far. I'm shocked. I know. <laughs> Trust me. I like Whenever like I say whole, that, people like, are like... glob on my, yes. on my face. Which, I mean, I'll look glowy and yes. radiant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? When I tell some of my clients to use Aquaphor, they, their eyes go huge. And they're like, what is mm-hmm. this girl talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, non-comedogenic. Do I think you should slug every night? No. Okay. So slugging is the act of putting putting it aquaphor or Vaseline throughout face. your whole face and sleeping okay. in it. Okay. Okay. And this is after an entire skincare routine. Yep. Okay. It's the cap. It's the cap. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because this is also now I'm thinking about. I wanted to ask you about squalane oil because mm-hmm. I cap. I'm going to use that word. I cap my face after all my skincare at yeah. the end of a night with squalane oil. Yeah. And I love it. It's been, it's like the only thing that's finally made me wake up and still have mm-hmm. like moisturized skin because mm-hmm. I'm so dry. Yeah. And I've loved it. It's never made me break out. Mm. But is, yeah. what are your thoughts on squalene and should I switch and do aquaphor mm. instead? You could try. I'm wondering if the squalene gives you more of that lipid balance, like mm. more of that, that you're, that you're lacking from having dry skin. You should play with it. Like maybe slug like twice a month okay try it with try the, with see the what the you think with the aquaphor okay. i like aquaphor over vaseline okay i like i love it feels better to me yeah me, for no reason other yes. than it just feels better okay vaseline well, is like it's like slimy kind of yes yeah. i feel like aquaphor would feel more like i could pretend like it was like a moisturizer or something <laughs> yes. you wouldn't have such bad feelings yeah. about it yeah. okay vaseline feels like old lady things it is like where you put it on your my nose when you have it my mom has it like next to her bed and i don't even want to know what that's for. <laughs> <laughs> that's all i'm thinking about right now <laughs> but aquaphor oh, feels like clean and it does clean. like it's a, yeah. it's a brand you can do it right <laughs> so much and i have that mask on and off that i'm like the aquifer i love it um 
Okay, and then this is another tip. If you're a big swimmer, Mm -hmm. that's a major acne offender because of the salt in the water or chlorine. Mm. So if you are a frequent swimmer, you're an athlete with swimming, if you put a thin layer of aquaphor all over and you get in a pool, it leaves a barrier. Shut up. No. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. So the chlorine or the salt water can make it to the face. Interesting. Isn't that cool? That yeah. So Obviously, you feel slimy when you're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. go wash your face after. You go but shower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yep. You learned something right. new. Honestly. In the whole <laughs> podcast. I'm going to be thinking. I'm going to. I'm buying my aquifer. <laughs> Same. I'm adding to cart now. <laughs> um, okay. When trying out medical grade products for the first time, what are like your top three? These are the must products you're going to spend your money on and mm-hmm. invest in right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, I haven't officially thought of this, but I've, I've just thought of it now. Okay. I think that we should do like a promo for everyone. <laughs> like if they go buy these basics, I'm yes. telling you, I'll give you a cold roller and a discount. Oh, people will oh, lose their minds. I'm okay. So, sorry. <laughs> so here's what you go buy. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay. Everyone needs a cleanser, right? Like you've yes. got to wash your face. So yes. go get my wash. Okay. Okay. You need a moisturizer. Everyone needs a moisturizer. I feel like my hydrating gel is really the perfect cocktail for a lot of people. And everyone has to have a sunscreen. Okay. Those are like the basics that you have to have. I love that. So go get that. Simple. We'll give you a code flourish at checkout. I'm sorry. Is Mallory the cutest person (laughs) ever throwing this on us? Last minute for all of our listeners. I'm I'm thrilled. (laughs) Okay. And I'll give you a cold roller. Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, I have butterflies. I'm so happy. <laughs> Everyone's going to um, lose their mind. Okay, people wanted to know, like, a simple skincare routine for a beginner, but I feel like you kind of went... I feel like you just that's probably, literally Yeah, that's it. That. That's, like, the basics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're, like, all right, I'm ready to really elevate Mallory. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need that creme, that soft creme, to give you more lipid balance, and maybe you should do a pumpkin enzyme a couple times a month. Throw in a retinol. Yeah, sure. yeah. Book a consult and let's right. get you on the sure. right form of exfoliation. Right. <laughs> um, tips for how to get off an acne medication like a spironolactone oh. or something when you've been using it for years and years. Yeah. Oof. Consult your physician first off. Okay. I'm not a doctor. I can't tell you that, but I can give you some tips. Okay. Um, I think with Spiro. Like, just easing off of it. Like, maybe if you're using it every single day, maybe try, like, okay, we're going to do four times this week. And then in two weeks, we're going to try three times this week. I think that that's a lot of the way a a physician would recommend that I've heard other clients talk about. Don't cold turkey. You know, with medications, you got to be careful. Would you guys say, like, same with birth control? Because it's been so long since I've been on birth control that... Mm -hmm how were you guys on birth control yeah i i only ever did the iud so that is like very literally literally like rip you out Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's out and you're done so i've never i was never on the pill so i can't i don't know that i can ask your doctor they'll tell you yeah don't google it yeah we don't ever we don't google Google. Mm -mm. nope um psoriasis and eczema advice I feel like you're going to probably circle back to like detergents and yeah, yeah. kind of touched on a lot of it, but like quickly, do you have Mm -hmm. for psoriasis first? What do you you suggest? If I could get my hands on a psoriasis client, I just want one so bad. You guys, really? yes, I just have been digging into it so much recently. And so it's an autoimmune condition. Mm -hmm. We know that. And it creates those really large plaques, but guess what the, how those plaques are forming dead skin too much dead skin you guys Mm -hmm. yeah and so I've been like really reading like 
all these dermatology articles about like treatments and they say like steroids and like there's all these internal things that you can do and then one little article popped in vitamin a and i was like if i could just put some Mm. vitamin a on a a psoriasis client and see how it goes interesting if you have psoriasis DM me. <laughs> I'll fit give you her, in somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Eczema. Um, so you main thing with eczema is after you shower, immediately putting something on your body. I'm formulating something right now that I've been playing Ooh. with. Mm-hmm. Secret. Secret. And I think you guys would like it because it is an oil. Oh, free. So I'm in. I'm in. Immediately, once you're done showering, get something on that body because that's what I do. Yep. Same. Yeah, I would. Some people I'm in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and the detergents, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Um, SPF. Oh my God, I could go on. Yeah. So tell tell us all the things SPF. Tell us the science okay. behind SPF. Yeah. Tell us all the things we need to know. Guys, I could talk about SPF all day long. Um, <laughs> I really am in love. So first off you've tried SPF, you hate it, right? A lot of people just don't like it. They don't like the way that it feels. It burns their eyes. It gives them a white cast. There's like all these things about SPF that people don't love. And so let me break it down. There's two different types of sunscreen. There are physical sunscreens and there are chemical sunscreens. Chemical sounds scary, but it's it's not as scary as it sounds. What that means is when you have um, UVA or UVB rays coming at you, um, chemical sunscreens absorb the heat and they disperse it so it's a chemical reaction that happens those types of sunscreens are what you find at drugstore they're spray-ons they have ingredients like oxybenzone um so not my favorite right they're the ones that like burn your eyes and feel itchy and make you get rashy and hot because they're literally absorbing the heat and dispersing it so that there's not all the burn okay the sunscreen you want, guys, is a physical. Because what these physical ingredients and physical sunscreens do is they have ingredients like titanium and zinc oxide. Think of the lifeguard with the white nose, right? So what these mineral sunscreens do is the sun comes to do damage and it bounces the light off. They are so much more effective. They don't burn. They don't sting. There's like nothing to them. The only thing that people say negatively about physical suns or yeah, physical sunscreens is that white cast that yeah. they give off. Yep. But guess what? My sunscreens are tinted. It completely mm-hmm. hides the white cast. Mm-hmm. And a lot of clients will put it on and once they get clear, that's all they wear. Yep. Like they just want to put the sunscreen on and go. It's all my my friends. That's the only thing yep. they do. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're not and you're a makeup gal, it oh my god, it just makes your makeup look like butter. <laughs> Stunning. Nick's modeling us. I'm modeling it right now. Yeah. Just truly buttery. Yeah. It the, really is and good. I have like a couple different ways. Like I have, I really love powder foundation. Nick's dying inside because I know she's not a powder girl. But I've watched you do it and it looks good. Yeah. If I mix a little bit of my loose powder with the um, sunscreen, it gives mm. it just this little bit of tint. And I that's all I wear. Like, that's all I wear. I, I feel love like it. Julie would like that. Yeah, you would. Because it's not like this, like, massive full coverage. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're mm-hmm. not that type of You can, gal. like, still see the skin, which I really like. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, when people meet love. me, I want them to, like, see my skin still. Yeah. So, yeah. it's pretty. Mm. Great. SPF. It's needed. It's yeah. needed, but yours is well, one, this is your fa- This is your foundation. Um, no. Oh, This okay. is a foundation I carry. Haven't, okay. haven't dabbled into okay. makeup yet. Okay. We're not there. Okay. But yeah, I, it's called Priya, and okay. it's 
the best makeup for acne prone because the way that I formulated my skincare with non-comedogenic ingredients, that's how they formulated their makeup. Amazing. So when clients come in and they want a makeup option, it's the only thing that I let them wear. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Talk about like, because obviously putting on an SPF at 7 a.m. when you get ready isn't going to protect you at 4 p.m. outside, right? Yeah. So what is your favorite way to touch up your sunscreen? Um, do you have like one of your own that mm-hmm. you can use to touch up or mm-hmm. do you recommend another brand? Like tell, yeah, talk about it. So in the winter, like I get up, I do my skincare, but when I come out of the clinic at night, it's pitch black here. Okay. So mm-hmm. in the winter, if I'm just from point A to point B, I don't reapply. Okay. If I go on a walk, maybe, but I usually am not outside a lot in the winter. Mm-hmm. But in the summer, I'm out there. And I I also like some people when they when they think of an esthetician or someone that really loves sunscreen, they're like, oh, they hate the sun. Mm-hmm. That's not me. Like I love the sun. I think vitamin D is so important. So I'm out there, guys. I'm out mm-hmm. there in the summer. So in the summer, I apply my sunscreen in the morning. Um, if I'm, you know, going for a walk after work. I don't really love to apply a liquid back over all my mm-hmm. makeup or I just mm-hmm. feel, feel ick. Yeah. So I have, it's not mine, not my brand. It's a brand called Brush on Block. There's a lot out there. I've just found that this one's most effective and price is really good. So it's a brush that holds the mm-hmm. physical mineral sunscreens and it's just a translucent powder I dust on. Okay. So I do that if I'm on the go on the on a walk, at an amusement park or on vacation. But when it comes to, let's say, a summer day when you're at a lake, at the ocean, you're in and out of water, maybe your skin's feeling dry after that. So reapplying a liquid at that point would be beneficial. Totally. Awesome. And you should. If you're in the out, in and out of the water, you should actually reapply your sunscreen every two hours. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You, no one wants skin cancer. And no. we don't want no. our pigment to become darker. We, we don't, don't want fine lines no. and all the things. So, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to clarify, SPF in your foundation is not enough. Oh my God, it's not. It's never enough. And I I can't handle when my clients are like, yeah, I use this sunscreen. It's in my makeup. It's not. I'm like, no, it's not right. Not not doing anything. It's not. It's usually not enough. And it's usually one of those chemical sunscreens. Mm -hmm. And so do yourself a favor and get it. My sunscreen's called a skin filter. And it literally (sighs) is going to protect the skin. And did you know that it has vitamin C and E in it? Uh, so you're getting your antioxidant. That. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're getting your antioxidant benefits, which are going to prevent you from environmental factors when you're out there in the daytime. It's tinted. You can wear it alone. It primes you for Love. makeup. Like if you're going to get one thing like Nicolette said, get get the SPF. Agreed. So pretty. Mm-hmm. We all agree. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Well, we went through everything. Oh, my we, gosh. Yeah, we, we did we it. We did it. Wow. That was great. We made it. It's been an hour and 55 minutes. We made it through. <laughs> we did wow. that. You know. Um, let's just lightly go over again. We touched on it at the beginning, but so your clinic is actually in Utah. Yeah. I'm located in Murray. I'm very proud. I purchased this building and renovated mm-hmm. it and I've been there now. I opened in 2020 and I love it. It's amazing. If you're local, is, come pop really in. Cute. Thank you. Come say hi. But if you're not local, I treat clients virtually. And my virtual consultations and program are just as great. And I can get the same results because it's all skincare. Like, mm-hmm. no matter what. Mm-hmm. And you get the same. The weekly communication, the check-ins. So you'll never feel alone. 
And yeah, it's basically no different, right? I mean, it's really no different. I think the only thing that people miss is the facial. Like they, some people right. are used to getting facials, but honestly, I won't lie. It's an investment. It's expensive. So even some local people have the option of doing virtual, like you don't, you can choose a virtual option. If you're like, look, I, I really don't have the budget to come in for these monthly check-ins. So I'm going to do a virtual option. And sometimes, you know, like right now, my schedule is really full until like June. Okay. So usually you can get in for a virtual consult quicker than you could in in-person because the in-person appointments are a little bit longer. So lots of options. Okay. And to to create, like to make an appointment with you, is that all done on your website? Online. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I have, have a waitlist wait too because people are pretty impatient with waiting. Mm-hmm. So hop on the waitlist. If I get a cancellation, I'll reach out. Um, but, you know, June seems really far away right now, but it goes by very quickly. Like, you're going to book it, and you're going to be, like, one month down, two months down, and then it's next month. So it's going to change your skin indefinitely. Yeah. It's so worth having some acne till yeah. June, you know? And I try to, like, you know, once you book the console, you're going to get an invoice and pay it. And I'm going to send you all of the information in the Clear Skin Bible of like all of the external factors you need to avoid and really all the educational content in video format. So once you book it, you get all that info and you can go order some of those basic products that we talked about today and start your journey. And then the next thing you know, you've, you've budgeted really well and you come in for your console and you might just need a serum and acne gel and you're on your way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Very cool. Remind us your Instagram handle. So I'm Mallory Miles on Instagram and my website is mmskinclinic.com. Perfect. Before we let you go, we Mm -hmm. always ask our guests one final thing, which is just our special question, which is what makes you special and unique in your field? Oh my gosh. Well, I would have to say my education and I guess just the time I've dedicated. I feel like this is my life's work. Yeah. And I truly like have spent so many sleepless nights on digging and finding answers. So I would say my education separates me. Amazing. And maybe my love and care because I feel Uh, it. Like I feel it in my heart. We feel it. And I see (laughs) it on everyone. Yes. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you. And for giving us all this information. People are going to lose their minds. Also going to lose their minds over using code Flourish and getting a discount and a roller roller? if they buy let's go over it again wash wash hydrating gel yes and glowy or matte spf (sighs) okay freaking amazing Mm -hmm. all right we love that done and done done and done (laughs) thank you thank you love you